last time, our four adventurers set out on a Lakdanashir to find the missing fishers that um, Captain Arlagoth had had asked you to to seek out. You spent most of the morning uh, trawling through the water, searching the shore. Bartok did a little bit of light fishing uh, to no success, unfortunately, uh, before you finally did manage to locate a boat floating along the shore near some ice flows um, and in front of uh, a grouping of caves along the cliff face against the um, the lake's edge. Uh, you pulled the lake or you pulled the boat in towards it uh, only to be beset upon two hungry and desperate harpies. Nika <laughs> cleverly used fog cloud to obscure their vision um, and a flailing fight ensued which unfortunately saw the casualty of Balthazar's hammer. Yep. As he threw it into the lake. He lives in the lake now. Um, and after a it little bit of struggle, uh, you did merge victorious, having uh, killing one harpy and tricking the other one into being killed. <laughs> that was a really? good feeling. Uh, after which you then beset uh, onto, or you disembarked into the, the the lowest cave that looked like a frozen river spilled out, where you could see four sets of humanoid footprints leading inward. Um, believing they belonged to the missing fishers, you guys uh, trekked into the dark and icy cold caverns. A short little while later, later, you came across a frozen waterfall, um, and half of you scaled it, while Bartok had noticed something glittering and gleaming within. Um, what a mistake. Bringing it to, the, to Nika's attention. Uh, before climbing, Nika decided to go ahead and uh, attempt to break through the ice to discover what it was. Um, however, unfortunately, this unleashed a water weird that began attacking her savagely. Using her jump spell, she managed to scale the cliff, or the uh, the waterfall, the frozen waterfall, as quickly as she could, but not fast enough to escape its grasp. It did manage to get uh, get a hold of her and drop her down um, to unconsciousness uh, as Balthazar and Bartok attempted to free her. You guys did manage to get away from it, uh, escaping from the waterfall, and fortunately it did not pursue. You followed the path, and um, Alenia and Bartok both kind of keeping watch ahead, um, but also seeing movement and uh, moving shadows in the darkness. Uh, you guys eventually cave, came to a cave uh, where the water kind of opened into an underground pond, and you could see massive forms frozen underneath the ice, which you later discovered were were likely the drowned frost giants as they had come to uh, in, in, in kind of a drowning rite of passage. You guys continued searching the caves, looking for a place to rest and allow Nika to, to recuperate from her wounds. When Alenia turned around a corner and discovered an old woman humming to herself, and stirring a big vat. Frightened, you guys backtracked a bit, only to find a cavern with a frost giant skeleton froze, half frozen in ice um, in a cave full of blood and bones. <coughs> you opted then to take a long rest at the base of the staircase, um, safely away from the water weird and hopefully away from the skeleton. Um, you took some strategic watches, and fortunately nothing accosted you guys in the night. The next, uh, or at least to the uh, over your rest, 
Uh, when you awoke, you continued on exploring the cavern with the frost giant skeleton in hopes that it would not animate and attack, sneaking through as quietly as you could. Unfortunately, uh, Nika was not as stealthy, stealthy as everybody else, and as soon as she passed it, it awoke and began to bash its way out of the ice. Your party, um, in panic, split and ran into opposite, opposite directions before reconvening and running down the hallway, coming to another frozen waterfall where the four of you leapt down. Uh, Nika attempted to try to descend with a little bit more strategy, but in the pitch black, lost her footing, fell, and sprained her ankle. You guys then found a small um, area of a cave that seemed safe. The skeleton did not pursue and Balthazar and Nika settled down to rest so Nika could recuperate her wound. Uh, during this time, Bartok and Elenia continued to explore the cave, uh, climbing up to a, a natural-formed bridge 20 feet above the, uh, the river, where they discovered the remnants of an old camp and tattered notes explaining the, um, not only the frost giants in the lake, but also... Uh, elaborating a little on the unusual circumstances you guys had thus witnessed. And meanwhile, while they were resting, Bartok and, excuse me, uh, Balthazar and Nika began to smell an intoxicating and delicious aroma wafting from the cave. Um, so that's where we're going to pick up. Uh, Elenia and Bartok are in the cavern with the remnants of the camp, and Balthazar and Nika, along with Dagpar, are um, resting at the edge of the water, uh, trying to recuperate. Um, it's been about half an hour since you guys sat down, so uh, you've got a little bit of time before the short rest is over, but you can smell this just delicious and warm stew kind of wafting through the cave. Don't care for that. <laughs> what are you doing? not going and, like, floating over there like a 1920s hobo and eating it. <laughs> it's probably right. people. Alright, um... Yeah, can I identify the smell at all? Uh, give me a perception check. Five. Um, no, you cannot. Is okay. it, um, it smells... It smells delicious, though. Okay. It absolutely smells delicious. Um, so much so that had you guys not eaten... After your long rest, you probably would be, um, maybe not tempted, but more inclined to actually follow the source of it. Of course, um, your logic <laughs> logic supersedes the uh, the urge. That's good. Um, Bartok and Alenia, however, what are, uh, what are what are you two doing? So I remember last time we finished looking at this campfire we mm -hmm. found. Did we go down the snaky path? And also, how long has it been since we left the others? About half an hour. Okay. Um, you know, since we're alone in this cave with monsters, I think we'll probably just head back after half an hour okay. and tell the others what we found. Alright, so um, if you want to turn your attention to the map, uh, as you get back into the uh, that, that natural walkway, uh -huh. um, you of course can see that the cave continues on towards the, uh, to, towards the west. Um, are you going to go ahead and descend down to the water, or are you going to explore the rest of the cave? Uh, I think... Bartok is going to think it's wise to wait for the rest of the group and okay. go back. It's okay. been so long. So yeah, um, you, you both managed to make it back after a little bit of time uh, taking care to descend the 
um, down into to the, uh, the river with ease, um, and eventually make it back there, and you guys finish the short rest, so, so after that, what are you guys doing? Greetings, what's new? Um, nothing, other than that smell that's in the air down here. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, as soon yeah. as, and as soon as he mentioned, well, actually, even before, as you're walking through that frozen, um, pond with the, the big, the dark forms under the water, and even now that you know what they actually are, uh, does not make them any less unsettling. Like, um, you're, you're kind of walking along this ice, uh, you're, you're, you're your footfalls just kind of scratching against the ice, uh, echoing through the cave. It's the only sound you can hear. And you're looking down between your feet as you're passing over one of these dark forms. And it almost just feels like this thing is looking up back at you. Um, and as you're passing that large passageway that Alenia had identified as the old woman way, uh, you can smell this just delicious stew um, walking down there. Oh. Yeah. I think that may be a sign that it's time for us to try to leave. Probably. Um... Did you find anything down the other way? Yes, yeah, there is a tunnel that we did not go down, but we did find a, an abandoned campground. Oh. And then I relay the, the notes. Mm-hmm. So should we try to leave now, or venture further in, or what? what is our play here? I think we have two options to see if that, uh, that tunnel goes anywhere, like an exit, so we don't have to go uh, back past the water weird, or... We take our chances for the water weird. I'm not sure that we would survive another encounter with that thing. It was unpleasant. Yeah, I'd, I would be concerned. So let's venture the other way. See okay. if we can find a back door out of here. Will do. Alright, so you guys make your way back to the stone bridge. Yep. I need you guys to give me athletics checks in order to climb up. Okay. Belth is already disadvantage. Yep. Heavy armor. No, one arm. Oh! <laughs> I didn't realize you were one arm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Four. Four. Okay. Oh, no. 21. I forgot. <laughs> Alrighty. Sure. <laughs> what? Sure. Oh, that's right. I have a grappling hook. Alenia Scamp climbs up in the same way that uh, she did previously. Uh, Nika looks like she's having a little bit of trouble and unable to find her footing. Um, Balthazar, you, you are smart enough to watch as Nika climbs up, and you can see that there are just some uh, very conveniently placed handholds that you're able to kind of grab a hold of, hoist yourself up, and then you kind of wedge your arm shield in to a rock to right. kind of hold, hold it there while you grab another one, and you're able to pretty scale after her pretty easily. Um Bartok, uh, for whatever reason, you you don't want to wait while they do this, so you kind of try to forge your own path up. Um, but the fact that Nika has not followed you distracts you, and you you kind of stumble a little bit and hit back on the ice. Uh, you don't fall too far, but you, you know you, you definitely don't make a good attempt up. Okay, my bad. Um, the you see that uh, Aldair, the little fox, uh, fl- flitters up there. Um, and Dagmar kind of sits down on the ice and just kind of looks at uh, at Nika and you and just kind of whimpers a little bit. Oh. Uh, Nika's like, I, I don't think um, Dagmar is going to be able to get up. Well, I can try carrying Dagmar. Balthazar, do you have a rope? That's a good do you have an extra question. grappling arm? <laughs> <laughs> I do have rope. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> Tie a rope around the dog. Hoist <laughs> <laughs> um, it up. He laughs at the All dog. right. The, um, yeah, the, the Bartok and uh, Nika especially, like, Nika's able to, to kind of tie the rope around um, strategically on Dagmar's harness, and uh, you guys are able to kind of lift her, lift her up, and she kind of gives off a little bit of a whimper and kind of a quiver as she's dangling in the oh, air, but no. you're able to pull her all the way up. I mean, Dang. she's not a heavy dog, so. Um, and then uh, Nika looks to uh, to you, Bartok, and she's like, my, my ankle still hurts a little bit. Um, do, do you mind if I go first? That's fine. Sure, go for it. She's going to try again. You see her kind of like walk up and grab a hold of a few, um, few of the footholds and, and handholds and kind of hoist herself up, and then she immediately drops back down. I, I don't, I don't know. How, how did you do this, Balthazar? Well, why don't, why don't we tie it around your waist and just? I can try getting up, and uh, then we can both hoist you up. No, no, I can, I can do this, and she's gonna try again. Okay. So I'll just put my arm here, and then I made a hop, and I <laughs> put my arm here, and I did another hop. She goes. Okay, and she, she walks up to the wall and tries to, does what Balthazar, Balthazar said. She kind of grabs a hold, holds herself up, and then just kind of hops, and as such, she just kind of lets go of it and drops back down. Oh, stumbles a bit. Damn it. It sounds like a time for hoisting, if any. Whatever. You're <laughs> playing with you, Bruce. I will try coming back up. Okay. Oh, 20, 30. All right, yeah, this time, uh, now that the pathway is clear, you were able to kind of scale your way up there pretty easily. We're going to have another, like, 1 in 20 session. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Right. And then um, and you guys lower the rope back down. Nika begrudgingly ties it around herself. Um, and uh, who's going to haul her up? I shall... I mean, we can haul together. Yeah, I mean, right? there's no reason yeah. for that one, just well, one person. Well, who's, who's going to take point? Somebody's going to roll uh, an advantage. Will. So give me a strength roll with advantage. Okay. 19. Okay, sweet. Yep, you are able. To, you managed to get her all the way up. I'm built like a brick shit house. I. Would... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who would build that? <laughs> Someone in need of a sturdy outhouse. Oh, all in right. these parts. So I've gone nice away from from Brimley, and I'm approaching Sean Connery. Yes, yeah. you are. You are. At a rapid rate. <laughs> <laughs> I still hear them both. Um, the ancient Welsh librarian says. Uh, who's taking point? I shall... Instead of doing the initiative thing, I'm going to try it a little bit differently. So, Bartok, you're going to take point? If Balthazar's okay with that. That's fine. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, you continue walking, and the cave snakes a little bit. And then as you turn the corner... Cave snakes. Oh, no. You see... Snakes. Further darkness. Um, Is it reptilian? You eventually get to the point where you, get, uh, you walk into a, a slightly wider cave... Um, it branches off to the right, but straight ahead, you can see it just ends in blackness, just this dark wall almost, and then you realize what you're looking at is outside. Um, you just see darkness, <laughs> and like a fight, oh, no. uh, like a faint white fog. But you do realize that you're looking at the at, you're looking at an exit to this cave. Fantastic. Um, I will. Do you, want to, do you want one of... One of us could sneak up there just in case there's another enemy around. Uh, if there's going to be sneaking involved, you should probably do it. Yeah, just... Should we do that instead of going forward as a group? What do you think? Um, if, if you want to do a bit of reconnaissance and, and see if there's any danger up ahead, I would not be opposed to that, but just make sure not to put yourself in harm's way. 
We already have one who's slightly injured. I don't want to have to carry all of you out of here. I guess that's I true. could probably do it, I just don't want to. Well, how many more arms do you have? I, I will I will do some reconning. Just because we have an injured party member. Alrighty. I'll just sneak forward. Give me a stealth check. Alright. That is a dirty twenty. Alright. That's wild. Yeah, you sneak up to the exit and you look out. And in the darkness, um, with your low-light vision, you do see um, you're standing about 30 feet up above the, um, you know, 30 feet up this cliff. Uh, it's not super, super steep. It just kind of slopes down to the water's edge, which is just a sheet of ice for um, maybe about a dozen feet before it ends into the, the dark waters. Um, and you kind of look off to the left, and you can see both the... Fisher's boat and your boat uh, sitting next to the ice. Alright, great. No new movement or. You don't. Uh, give me a perception check with disadvantage. Okay. Ten, wait, no, sorry. Eight? Um, you do not see anything. Okay. No, no movement at all, just the, the rocking of the boats. You can hear the, the um, low lapping of the water against the ice as it, it's carried by the breeze tonight. Um, there's low creaking coming from the boats. Okay. Um, other than that, Silence. They can see and of course, it's well. It's hard to hard to hear anything other than that uh, over the moaning sound from the caves, mm-hmm. from the wind in the caves. They can see me from where I am, right? Yeah. I'll just uh, signal for them to come over. Okay. Yeah. We'll go over there. Ah, good. Do you think we could sort of slide down? <laughs> you slide it looks down. Pretty, it looks pretty easily. Okay. okay. It looks easy. Good. Okay. We can get to. This looks like a, a good way out then, and, and if we need to get... Would it be possible to re-enter from here at some point? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. If, and then if we want to, we can re-enter from here once we've sort of perhaps gathered more supplies or... Yes, yeah, recovered. See what, what perhaps happens. Perhaps I mean, we, find we've, new party members? Who knows? We've what accomplished happens. what we want to do at this point. We, we, yes. we have found out what happened to the fishes. Yes, the that's true. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> Oh, I guess we can also see if anyone recognizes that handwriting then from... That, we have the notes, right? Um, yeah, I, I would assume that you, you brought it with you. There's no reason that, we, that you wouldn't have brought them with you as far as... Yeah, that's obvious. Yeah, sorry, that's obvious. Yeah, alright, well, let's, let's get going. Alright then. Alright. So yeah, you guys are able to kind of slide down the mountainside, or the, the side of this cliff, getting down to the water's edge. Um, <laughs> you relocate your boat, uh, you can still see... Bits of blood and, and, and feathers. Heartbeat chunks. Uh, yeah, yeah. Feathers kind of stuck to it. Um, but otherwise, it looks okay. Everything looks fine. Um, Nika helps Dagmar into the boat and, and kind of sits down <coughs> heavily and breathes a sigh of relief. Uh, Alenia and Aldair follow. Okay. Uh, do you sell the fishing nets? Yeah. You didn't lose them. Okay, yeah. I kind of want to fish on the way back. Okay. I will pilot the boat. Yes. Alright. So Captain you guys Kroc. begin... Captain Croak. <laughs> Is he drowning? Is he drowning now? <laughs> it's He's the sound of him laughing around a pair of big tusks. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so you guys... It's with lung problems laughing you guys begin... <laughs> you begin your, your, um, your way. It is pitch black out here. Um, Doesn't Nika have a light spell? She does, but it, it doesn't it? cast a lot of light. But yeah, she's okay. got that going. Um, okay. I mean, it's it's like 10 foot radius. Honestly, the lantern, 
the uh, the lantern you guys are using to find locate Chewingas oh, is yeah. probably is brighter, but you don't currently have hey, that. Hey, did okay. that light go off at any point? Did you guys check it? No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I think I still technically have it too. In my inventory. Probably. Yeah. It's got a radius of three hundred feet. Oh god. Alright, well, keep an eye on that. Okay, so you're gonna pull that out. That could have yeah, told us that there was a water weird around. Oh my god. You're probably right. Yeah, because yeah, oh. it's an elemental. Damn. Okay. Because he says though, but yes, but then we would have thought it was a Chewinga and <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes. You're not wrong. Would have been trapped either way. We like shiny things. <laughs> and... We go around here and then we just throw ourselves into the waterfall and all die. <laughs> <laughs> End of game. All right. So, um, yeah, as you guys are kind of pulling away from the uh, from the cave, uh, you light up the lantern as expected. It turns green immediately. Hey, but hey, as hey. you as you move away from the caves, it starts to go more of an orange. <laughs> uh... And as you guys are paddling back. Um, I need you both to give me perception checks, please. Sure. 17. 19. Alrighty, you, um, you're paddling it back, um, Balthazar rowing as best he can with one arm, um, Nika, Nika and, uh, well, Alenia is probably <laughs> also hours. assisting you, um, Nika We're sitting there. We're going in the Nautilus formation. Nika is sitting at the there uh, in 42 hours. <laughs> Nika sitting at the back of the boat, just kind of uh, holding, um, <coughs> holding on to uh, to Dagmar, kind of huddled for warmth. Um, out here, like the cave was cold, but now you have the bitter wind kind of pressing onto you, and it's it's not super, it's not a strong wind. It's just more of a breeze, but it's enough to chill you through the bone. That the the wind just kind of cuts through your cloaks and coats and. And big heavy furs like like a knife, um, and Bartok casts the lines out, uh, some nets and some fishing lines about behind, uh, and you guys begin rowing back. When pretty soon, Balthazar, yes, you hear the sounds of splashing water in the distance, and it's not from the paddles. It is not from the paddles. Okay, it sounds, it sounds like um, you just see you just hear water splashing around as it. As if something is thrashing in the water, not oh, no. in, in maybe about um, you're like off oh, in the darkness. You can't see anything, but you can hear this right. splash, 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 splash. Um, Bartok, what did you roll for your perception? It was like a nineteen. 19 right? Yeah. Um, you hear this too, but with when you hear it, you also hear some gasps of air. <laughs> splash, 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 splash. Oh, that someone's drowning. What? But in that, can we hear it? Can we tell what direction? Um. Yeah. Yeah. You can kind of tell it's like off to, a little bit to the right. So from from where the direction you're headed. But all hands to holes. Okay. Gotta go. Yeah. You guys begin. We're making a rescue now. <laughs> yeah. You guys <laughs> immediately tr- like kind of turn the boat and head in that direction. The splashing and the gasping gets louder and louder. Um, and then uh, Bartok, you see it first since you're looking. And uh, you can see this form. Uh, at first, it looks like a child in the water, splashing around, um, trying to keep their head above the water. It's too dark to see anything beyond, but it's it's a small form, and they're splashing. You can see them like kind of grasping onto a, a chunk of ice, ice floor, trying to pull themselves up, but they're unable to. And just you hear this. I uh, how close are we now? Um, 
How uh, do you have the lantern out? Still? Yes. Um, you are maybe forty feet away. I shout out towards them. Hey, we're coming. Once we get close enough, I'll throw out rope if they're still not. Okay. You know. Yeah. Drunk. Um, give me a perception check again. Okay. Twenty-two. So, uh, as you get closer and they come start into the light, um, you can see that their their skin its skin is almost an aquamarine color, like like this bluish green hue, um, very pale, um, and they're they're swimming and they're trying to. You can see they're wearing some sort of um, like tattered clothing and stuff. Um, it looks like they they're almost caught in their own coat. Uh-huh. Um, and you toss this line out. Uh, they they grab a hold of it and grab like hold tight. And you start pulling them in, <coughs> and as soon as you get them over into the boat, you you pull the form up, and it, it's like I said, it's child size. Um, but now you're not thinking it's so much a child that the head is a little bit too big, the body is a little too stocky. So then your first, your next thought is a gnome, and as it hits the bottom of the boat, the the clo- or it's um it's like coat kind of holes over its face, and you see it's a little goblin. Oh. Oh, hey, are Hello, you... little friend. Are you okay? Mike? Mike's a goblin. I'm glad we all speak the same. <laughs> cold. Yeah, yes, it is quite cold. What were you doing in the middle of this lake? I'm what doing... Was oh. not planned. Oh. How did you get out here? I'm going to uh, cast Prestidigitation around the goblin to create warm air. Okay. Yeah. Mike, you feel um, you feel the air around you beginning to warm up. Um, uh, you see these figures above you. Um, one of them is taking off her coat. Uh, you guys watch as Alenia pulls her coat off and immediately starts wrapping him in it. Um, and uh, Nika leans in with her produced flame and holds it next to him, trying to warm him up. Why don't you guys describe yourselves? Uh, what does Mike's character see? Uh, Balthazar is a tall, like, sort of lanky-looking half-orc uh, with gray-green skin, black hair, and bright yellow eyes that are behind a pair of pince-nez glasses. Uh, his right arm is artificial mm. and has a shield slotted into it. Uh, he looks like he at one point had a hammer, but it's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did I exactly identify that? Uh, there's a hammer sheath. Oh, okay. Okay. It's, it's, <laughs> a hammer sheath. While you were there. swimming, you saw a hammer at the bottom of the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. No, actually, probably saw a knucklehead trout wielding a hammer. We tried that. Oh, did it not work? No. Yeah, I did forget to mention that in my recap. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, he's wearing heavy armor, and it's got, uh, like, little scrolls attached to it that he can pull down and, like, have scrolls at all opportunities. Interesting. And he's got a uh, bag full of books with him. And Bartok is a somewhat short and stocky half-elf. Uh, looks well built. I thought you were full-elf. Half-elf. High elf, my bad. I, I was gonna say. <laughs> I thought so. But I was wasn't. thinking about Binti maybe. Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, somewhat short and stocky. High elf. Uh, olives. <laughs> olive skin. Uh, golden eyes and silver hair. But you can't tell because he. They are absolutely wrapped up in. Uh, oh yeah. 
in oh. what looks like the farmer's clothing version of winter's clothing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking cold. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. I'm just talking to you through a very, very thick, muffled voice through a very thick scarf, mm-hmm. just wrapped around their head. Mm. Yep. And the other two, you see uh, two women. Um, you you can't entirely determine their their race at this moment, but they are humanoid. Um, um, peeking out from underneath these layers of clothing. Mm. Uh, one of them is um, has a much darker complexion than the other. Um, she's got brown, you can see like dark brown hair spilling out over her forehead and on, on the sides of her, framing her face. Um, and she has a, uh, a big mitted hand with a, a, what you immediately recognize as the produced flame cantrip in it. Um, mm. And her other hand is holding the uh, harness of a husky, uh, not a full-grown husky, but not 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 like a puppy either, like a young a young husky. Yeah. Um, and the husky is just kind of looking at you, doesn't seem to be growling or anything. Um, and then this other woman uh, with much lighter skin, um, she's kind of standing over you. Like I said, she just take, took off her coat and has wrapped it around you, but kind of perched on her shoulder is what looks like a purple fox. Uh, with dragon-like wings. What looks like a neopet. <laughs> Never gonna I, go away. I've died and gone to hell. And then, uh, go ahead and describe yourself. Yeah. Okay. What's your name, little friend? Me, Crix. He is almost four feet tall. Um, pre- pretty skinny, actually. Most of, most of his clothing is hanging off of him, not just because it's wet, um, he's got, um, a full beard, and basically just picture, um, a millennial, um, finely coiffed beard and, and, you know, pulled over hair on a goblin. Does he have a man bun? No, no, it's not, it's, it's not a man bun, but, um. They have, like, undercut coif? Uh, actually, you know what, hold on. So, you know, without the glasses, you know, kind of pulled over hair and a finely crafted beard <laughs> kind of a thing. So, like, your, t- your typical, like, 30-year-old 30, 30 millennial uh, look. What's um, but it's got, gray, it's got some gray in it. Uh, pretty bright yellow eyes. Um, what may be pale green skin, but it's kind of blue right now. Because <laughs> he's suffering from hypothermia? Yeah, he is suffering from <coughs> hypothermia. There is no way he wouldn't be. Yeah. Um, He's he's got he's got some thick winter clothes on and he's got a green piece of cloth that is tied around his left arm. But yeah, he's he he's still shaking, so he's not dead yet. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's in, he's in rough shape. Although as you are looking at him, his his clothes are just drenched, and you can see ice stuck to a lot of them, and even his beard, you can see like frost and ice in thick clumps in his beard and hair. His his skin, um, you get the impression that his his skin is normally like a light pale green, but there's a it just so there's a lot of blue in it now just because he's so cold. Um, and he is just insistently shivering and chattering. We'll cover him in blankets and spare coats and stuff like that. And yeah, you guys you guys get him uh, covered up as best you can, but he is going to need warm fire and yeah we'll, and we'll keep uh nika's like produce flame like as close to him as possible without actually igniting him it's like are, are we getting naked under like a bear skin yet because no. this might need to happen 
Maybe. Maybe later. Oh, okay. Maybe not later. on the boat. Oh. It's not our boat. What if the, <laughs> oh. what if the fish see? Oh. oh, this is about saving lives. The fish will judge us. And maybe that weird old woman we found in the cave. Alright, so... She seems pretty friendly. Accepting. No. As you guys are now rowing as fast as you can towards towards the, the town, um, and you can even see the... Uh, eventually see the... The flickering of torch light in the distance, uh, marking off the, the the docks, and you know that there's going to be a, a trek of uh, you know ice that you're going to have to pull the boat through across before you get there. But um, shortly after you pick up your new friend, friend Crix, um, the air brightens up in this blue blue green glow, and you look up and you see this kind of aurora spreading across the sky. So, uh, judging by that, you know that it's about midnight as Ariel kind of casts her spell. Um, and though it's slightly comforting that you can now, you know, see a little bit better, uh, even without the lantern, um, you, all, all of you have that just kind of uh, subconscious and inadvertent, like involuntary chill that goes down your spine as, as you know that it's going to be another day of no sun. Um... The, the rhyme continues. Uh, Bartok, go ahead and give me a survival check, please. For the fishing? Yep. Oh my god. Ten. Alrighty. Um, Bartok, unfortunately, you do not get another bite. Okay. Or any bite at all. Is anyone good at fishing here? You wouldn't have enough time to uh, fish anymore as you guys pull up to the ice flow that okay. leads to East Haven. Um, the five of you climb out. Um, I'm going to say uh, Alenia actually is holding um, Crix, uh, helping him out. Um, and um, Balthazar and Bartok, you will, are able to uh, kind of hoist the boat onto the ice and begin pulling it across towards East Haven. Um, All right, here we go. Uh, about ten minutes later, you find yourselves at the docks. Uh, you leave the boat where you found it, um, awaiting the uh, the fisherman who you rented it from. Uh, he's already gotten paid, so you don't need to reconvene with him if you don't want to. But I do clean out the harpy blood. Honestly, it's probably not on. much worse than the fish guts that are normally in the boat. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Bartok kind of <coughs> try you you try to wipe it down a little bit, but the bitter cold. And even the breeze, oh, no. it's just, like, any anything you do, I mean, you're able to get most of the, the bigger pieces off, uh, but it's bloodstained, and there's nothing you can do about that. There's absolutely <laughs> nothing. Okay. Um, but yeah, you, you guys eventually pull back onto the, to get back onto the streets of East Haven, which are eerily quiet, um, as it was the previous night. Uh, you see these empty streets covered in snow, um... Ahead of you, you can see the the Wet Trout Inn, or uh, Wet Trout Tavern. Um, the lights are still on in there. You can see warm fires flickering. And you know that uh, a little bit further down the way is where the White Lady Inn is, though you didn't pay for another night there, so... No. But uh, where are you guys going? What are you doing? Uh... Alenia kind of holds the holds Cricks in her arms, and she's, uh, "We need to get we need to get him to um, to fire." Right. Yes, yes that's sure. true. Um, 
should we go back to the White Lady then and see if they have a, a room available? If not, we can just warm them up in the, the commons room. Let's whatever, try. We, whatever we want to do, I think we should do it quick. I Let's do that, then. Okay. Yes. So you guys walk down the street, um, eventually getting to the White Lady Inn. Uh, you walk in the door. The fire at the um, in the common room is burning. Uh, it's not as died down as it was the previous night when you guys had snuck out at like 3 a.m. Um, but it's also not blazing as bright as it would be during the height of its business. Um, and you see, um, you see uh, Bartaban, the the older gentleman, um, sitting or kind of uh, sitting behind the counter the reception counter um, with his hand you know up and his, his head propped up in his hand just kind of half asleep and as you guys walk in Tim shakes you uh, oh uh, I'm so, so sorry welcome to the white lady in um, it, it gosh again with, uh, he kind of rubs his eyes a bit oh yes yes I, I remember you last night um it's quite late. Would you, will you be needing an, another room, another two rooms? Um, yes. Um, yes, okay, okay, okay. Uh, um, he's, he's looking through, kind of checking under his counter, looking for the books, and he pulls out one, and goes, um, okay, he puts his glasses on. Uh, this is, be another, uh, four silver? Uh, two silver apiece? Yeah, no problem. Oh, can you cover that? Yeah. Okay. And remember, there are no fires in... There's no fireplaces in the rooms. Yeah, no, we're gonna... Would you mind if we stayed in the commons area for a little bit and used the fireplace? Absolutely, absolutely. And he he kind of puts... After he he finishes writing your guys' names in the books, he he closes it up and walks over and tosses a couple logs onto the fire and tries stoking it up a little bit, uh, getting it blazing. And he looks over and sees... um, He sees this bundle in Alenia's arms and he goes... My word, is that a child? No, well, maybe. Now, now, you guys would know (laughs) that goblins are not necessarily... Goblins have the stigma of being, Mm. you know, goblins, um, and nice, kind, or even civil goblins are kind of a rarity and almost unheard of. Um, But he sees this. My my stars, is that... Does the poor thing need some food? Um, maybe a a warm drink. I... I... uh, I can boil up maybe a pot of tea or... or Yeah, that that would be fantastic. Yes, yes. Yes, okay. Um, we'll stay over here and get him warm. Alright, yeah, he... He quickly kind of quickly (laughs) scurries over um, to, uh, to the... That kind of bar that's set up and he... He pulls out a, a little bit of like a, a wooden mug and fills it with some water, and then brings it over and, and sets it on a on a metal plate next to the fire. He's starting to get it all brewed up and warmed up. You see him go over behind uh, behind his desk. Um, he opens up a door back there, and you can kind of see there's a small kitchen in there. And he, he walks in, comes pretty soon, comes back out with them, a little, little uh, bag of tea leaves and begins soaking him in the water. Um, and we'll get Crick set up in front of, right in front of the fire with blankets and and a dog. <laughs> and a dog. Right. Everything you need. Alrighty. Um, I am gonna go ahead and skip ahead to morning. 
does Crix make it through the night, or did we just have Mike roll yeah, the yeah, character for yeah, him do, to do, die? Do, do, I, do I need to make a save of some kind? <coughs> no, you don't need to make a save. Oh. Um, eight hours pass. Morning comes. Um, Nika and uh, Elenia actually spend the night with Crix down at the uh, at the hearth. Um, um, Bartaban, you know, cr- makes her, makes the, the tea... Um, do you guys feed Crix at all in, over the night, or are you going to wait until morning to do that? Um, Bottle it, feeding only? <laughs> you should. We should probably feed him. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see the sun, you know, cresting over the Rigged Glacier, um, barely illuminating the inside of the tavern, uh, the fire providing most of the light and warmth, of course. Um, Bartaman has, has, retires in the evening, and and that early that morning he comes back out to man the, the, the kitchen. He begins making up um, a breakfast, uh, and he, he kind of tells you it's the last time you uh, yesterday you, uh, you did not arrive in time for breakfast. But if you would like to today, it's uh, uh, two silver a piece for a, for a plate. Nika pays for her own. Alenia pays for her own. I can pay for mine. Yeah, I can pay for mine. How much did you say? Cricks, are you paying for your own meal? Uh, yes. Over the night, they, they you know, they, they took your, your cold weather gear and, and you wrapped up in, like, in some of their extra blankets and cloaks and stuff, trying to keep warm, and yours dried by the fire. Um, but uh, now that the morning has come, Bartaban is the only one there, and he's cooking breakfast. Um, are you? What are you going to be doing to conceal your... Like, how are, how are you guys going to be handling the fact that you now have a goblin companion in the middle of town? Or are you just going to let it go? Do you want people to see... Wait, what languages do you speak, Crix? We speak... What you speak? Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Is goblin a language? Normal tongue. Normal tongue. Okay. Do you want... And... Big folk. Wow. Oh, they're giants. They're uh, particular. Uh, he nods, and smiles a toothy grin. Interesting. Crix, do you want people to see you? Do you want to be hidden? He just nods. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> do you? <laughs> do you... He, he, pull, he pulls. He pulls out. Um, what looks like a piece of what may have been, uh, like uh, a rind of a gourd. And he puts it over the top of his nose. It's flesh-colored, not green. <laughs> <laughs> and then he puts his hood up. So now he, so now he just looks like a melon sticking out of a hood. <laughs> <laughs> it's closer to it's closer to regular skin than his. I mean, at first glance, especially with the hood up, you wouldn't take him for a goblin. I mean, most people mm-hmm. in ten towns wouldn't. You don't see goblins in ten towns. Like that's just not something you see. Um, and like you both would know that you rarely see goblins alone. Like usually, when there's one goblin, there are many. Um, so this is unusual already. Um, and you think that as long as he doesn't draw attention to himself, he'll probably get away with this kind of a disguise. Mm-hmm. He might get the kind of a, an errant kind of look at him. Um, but unless somebody is particularly rude, they'll probably just avert their eyes immediately because you know you don't want to stare. Of course. <laughs> it's like damn, that kid's ugly. 
Bang! I'll go. That's my son. But but yeah, you'll get away with it. Um, okay. So, um, although, uh, so so what are you guys doing? Uh, we're gonna go speak with the captain. Okay. But first, like, I, I do want to get, like, some of Crix's story to find out, like, if... <laughs> we yes, just kind of accepted yes. him. <laughs> that's, I mean, One that's of us. good for gameplay, but bad for... <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Crix, um, what's your story, man? What's your deal? <laughs> Me booyah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Alenia is looking at him and just enraptured and says, Oh, okay. <laughs> Does she speak Goblin? Does she know what that means? Are you gonna you, you, you see her looking at him like this? Are you gonna ask her? Yes. No, I have no idea what he oh, means. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What is? I was hoping you did, and I was gonna play along. <laughs> I mean, like... orcish and goblinish goblinoid do have certain linguistic uh, similarities in the background. Can um... I try to puzzle this out? <laughs> What um, is um, Bulan? Crix cr- 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 notice, notices that everyone is really confused when he <laughs> says that word. Um, and he and he holds he he holds up his um uh, he point he points to his uh, his green band and and a little uh, weird little copper dongle with a s- uh, symbol on it. And he's uh, booyah. Is that uh, like your your clan, your family? A no. position? Are you a booyah? Is that what you do? Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> roll, uh... uh... Alright, go ahead. Uh, give me an arcana check, please. Oh, okay. I'm actually pretty good at that. Uh, 13. Were you going to do it? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, if you want to. You don't uh, have 14. to. 14. 14. Good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lee, is just... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that doesn't help. Uh, Nika... Nika also got a 14. It's it's an arcane focus that he's... Okay. Oh, okay. That's what it is. So, yeah, Balthazar, you're able to kind of piece... Well, I guess you both are able to piece mm-hmm. that together. Like, Yeah, the, you you know enough... Enough orcish that, like, that kind of sounds like this, and you start thinking, like, oh, I remember in my studies, I... I think he might be a spellcaster. Oh. Oh, he's a magic man. With a magic plan. Uh. Magic. Yes. Magic. Booyak. Fantastic. We're learning. I love it when I meet new cultures. (laughs) 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 Balthazar is just just completely over over the moon. So, uh, what brings you to Ten Towns, Crix? Yes, and why were you dying? Water. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Seeking power. Oh. No clan. Oh, I see. Alone. Always? You get... No. That's too bad, that Crix. We are sorry to hear that. Very bad. But hey, you're, you're with us now. Yes. That's something. <laughs> Mini things. Of course. He, he, he kind of does, does this motion. 
<laughs> like he's holding all the things. While you guys are talking, another, another patron enters the, the inn and walks up to the counter and they begin sc- speaking to Bartimaeus. He, he tugs himself in a little bit. Okay. Uh, well, let's go see the uh, the captain and explain what, what happened to the fishers. Yeah, indubitably. Yeah. Oh, cool. Those are my words. Are you, are you just trying to blend. I'm trying to like I, I, connect I just, here. Yes. <laughs> you guys, you guys turn and you see, uh, you see Bartaman kind of gesture in your direction, and Uh-oh. this other patron looks over and walks up and goes, um, "Excuse me, is an, uh, Nika Solberg here?" Oh yeah, she's Nika, right there. Nika's like, oh, "Yeah, that's me." He says, "I'm terribly sorry to bother you. A missive from Goodmead." And he hands out a note to her, and she takes it. He walks away, and she reads it, and she goes, Oh! Oh, no! Oh, no. What is it? Um, I'm sorry. I've got to return home. Um, it, it seems that uh, my mother was injured and can't perform her, her duties. Um, my, my father needs my assistance. I, I'm sorry. I know we've just met, um, and, well, most of us. Uh, uh, Bartok, I will see you at family reunion, but... Um, of course. Uh, I'm sorry, is, is it okay if I leave? That's fine. I need to help well, out. Will you be fine traveling by yourself? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, the, the, the roads are fine. Okay. I'm not going to be wandering off in the middle of nowhere. And besides, I'm not by, by myself, and she kind of rubs Jagmar's head. Of course. Just, Just be safe. Okay. Yes. Thank you, and, and um, when I'm when my mother is better, I will I will hopefully reach out to you and, and rejoin you. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll find you next time we're in good meet. We should, we'll be good. traveling that way. All right, That's thank you. Product. And she Indeed. packs up her stuff, takes that. Before she gets out out the door, Crix uh, gives her a hug. It gives her a hug around her leg. Oh yeah, she <laughs> hugs you back. It was good to meet you, Crix. Um, don't go swimming around here. It's cold. It's he, he, cold. he he just he just nods <laughs> yes. furiously. Yes. You're not a fish. He kind of rubs his tummy. Fish are. All right, bye. <laughs> she. <laughs> All right, uh, so you guys, you guys are gonna head out to the, uh, mm-hmm. to heading towards town hall. Yes. Um, Crix, I assume you were going with them, right? You're just gonna tag us. along now. Yeah, they've they've kind of already offered protection for him, mm-hmm. so yeah, he's he's totally on board on okay. staying with them if he's in town at all. Yep. So you guys, we're a family now. You're the child. I think he's probably older than me at least. Oh. Then you're the child. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys, uh, you guys head out down to um, down from the wet trout to the center of town, uh, walking the streets. It's it's the same story. Uh, this today is not as overcast as uh, some of the previous days have been. Um, the sun is peeking out over the dead glacier a little bit more prominently, um, casting still deep shadows across the streets and. Um, but it, it's it's less of that that kind of gray fog and more of a little of a white billowy snow, um, mostly just from the the wind blowing it off of the rooftops and kicking up in the streets. Um, you do see people you know coming to coming and going uh, through the, about their daily lives, not usually staying in the streets long, but bundled up in heavy furs moving along. You see one kind of walking almost drunkenly down the street and see others. Uh, um, usually in, in singles or pairs at the very most, uh, busying themselves trying to get to, from one place to another. The docks seem to be the most populated uh, from um, 
from a distance you see the fairy, the East Haven fairy that you had the harrowing encounter the previous uh, a couple nights ago, um, still just moored on the ice um, and sitting there like a like a ghost ship, just kind of um, taking up the silhouetted form in the fog. Um, and you guys eventually make it to town hall. Uh, you walk in, you see the uh, the usual. You know, you've got those staircases leading up. You go to the receptionist area and ask for Captain Arlagoth. Um, and pretty soon she uh, she greets you. She she walks out. She says, oh, um, I'm so glad to see you. Uh, the, yes. Uh, what what news have you? Uh, well, we uh, have unfortunately found your missing uh, uh, fishers. Yeah, that's not entirely unexpected. Uh, what's uh, what befell them? Um. Looks like they may have uh, run into a spot of trouble at uh, one of one of the caves. What uh, what kind of what kind of trouble? I should uh, I should warn the other townsfolk. Hopefully, more fishers avoid the same fate. Um, and the we have the note from from the, the fishers, right? Well, you got that 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 note that uh, that you recovered from that. Right. Camp, but well, I, I get those over. And see. Okay. She she kind of takes them and reads through them a little bit. Just, we, we found a, an abandoned campsite with these. It sounds like this may. This, this may have been the fishers, or this may have just been another person that befell the same fate. There were, but uh, in that same, yes. There were many dangers in that, that cave. It was, uh, see. there was a, uh, some giant corpses that were frozen under the lake. Uh, there was a water weird that was released from a waterfall by someone. Um, <laughs> there, there was a, a, a reanimated giant skeleton. That was halfway frozen in the ice and managed to uh, release itself. A guardian, maybe. Yes, there's some sort of, of protective in of, uh, a certain area. And then there was a weird old woman who seemed to be cooking people. That was the bad thing. Her, her eyebrows, eyebrows kind of shoot up. She goes, like a witch? That would be my assumption. Yeah. Okay. Um, she quickly pulls over a piece of paper, starts writing notes as you're talking. She goes, okay. Uh, th thank you. I, I, I appreciate your your doing this um, in a lot faster than I expected. Uh, yeah, we, we do intend on, on returning um, at some point, assuming perhaps when we restock on supplies. And you do? Yes. We, there was yeah. more of the cave that we had not explored, and we want to make a thorough investigation. Well, that is very generous of you. Um, we would be willing to explore it with uh, perhaps volunteers from your town. If I can I can ask around, but I am terribly afraid that I don't I don't think that um, there are very many. Yeah. I, I cannot That's spare any of the militia, but yes. at least for the time being, you should you should tell your your people to avoid there. Uh, oh yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, uh, and and do keep in mind that I I, I cannot offer payment for uh, returning to the cave, and I'm, I'm no, definitely that... by no means asking you to. But um, I do believe that I promised. Uh, something in return for your initial excursion. Um, thank you for doing this. Um, but as I said, the uh, the wizard that was burned, um, Dazan, he uh, had confiscated two items from him. Uh, do, you, do you recall what did they what I told you? Yeah, well, that was like a million years ago, man. <laughs> one, uh, one seems to be a scroll of uh, Fireball, and oh, the gosh. other is a bag of tricks. Um, would you like one of them? Also, I know that I mentioned it, like I, I touched about it 
mm-hmm. the last time we brought this up. Um, after doing a little bit more research, I am going to stick to the rules as written because I was unaware that there are two different kinds of scrolls. <laughs> there oh. are spell scrolls, yeah, and then there are just scrolls of things. Like, if it was a scroll of fireball, you could just cast fireball. But it's a spell scroll of fireball, only a spellcaster that can... that. Uh, can normally like that, that that's that that has fireball in their class can cast it hmm. and this is a spell scroll of fireball okay so we couldn't use it to cast fireball but if you had somebody who who would normally be able to through their character progression then yes if okay. it was in their in their so like Crix would be able to cast fireball because he's a wizard correct but Balthazar would not no but if if this was just a Scroll of Fireball, then yes, you would be able to. Okay. So that I wanted to touch up on that because so, I know I mentioned it. You're all back. Right. Would would Crix like be able to inscribe it in his spell book and just have the spell then, or like how would that work? Not until I have the spell slot of that level okay. available. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'd but I mean that's that I is how access. he learns spells. Right. Yep. But yeah, I would have to have access to third level spells. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yes, eventually. But anyway, um, but at the same time, you guys know he's a spellcaster. You don't entirely know which kind of spellcaster. Yeah. Uh, but it's, so it, it's entirely up to you. But those are the two items that she has presented to you as payment. Okay. Uh, hey, Matt, mm-hmm. this bag of tricks, what color is it? It is gray. Okay. That's what I figured. The lowest. But yeah. Yeah. They're all still really cool. <laughs> yeah. Does it does it release animals? It releases yeah. animals. You you pull, <laughs> like badgers. You pull fuzzy Ooh. objects from the bag, and then you throw them. And after they've been thrown, it can turn into one of eight different animals. Love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can use it uh through three t- yeah three times a day. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I feel like that would have more utility. Yeah, but we'll take yeah. the bag of tricks. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yes. Um, I'll I'll be right back. And she heads back into the back room. She's gone for a few minutes. You guys have a, a few minutes to discuss or talk or whatever you want to do while you're waiting. But, okay. After a few <laughs> yeah, minutes, yeah. she uh, Chris is just enjoying. The, doesn't know, has no idea what's going on. Um, but yeah, pretty soon she comes back out and she has this great bag and she sets it on the counter and she says, "Thank you, brave adventurers. Um, uh, what what do you call yourselves? Is there something that I can?" Refer to you as Cricks. Uh, uh, <laughs> that child has a really deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of like pulls back a little bit. She goes, "Oh, um, hello there. I didn't, I didn't see." Um, His head goes down a little bit. Yeah, and then she, you see her kind of furrow her brow as she looks at him, and she starts squinting. And you can see her starting to scrutinize uh, a little bit. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I'm going to try oh, and distract her. Yeah, right. yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any? Other tasks that you need performed that perhaps we could get the the spell scroll of fireball from? And any other jobs or, or meaningful tasks that you you would need to have someone perform? I um, I don't have anything more at, at present. Um, you you've honestly done so much already, uh, alerting us to the presence of the, uh, the the dwarves on the on the East Heaven Ferry and. Uh, now this, um, I, I, I tell you what, um, if you do return to the cave and clear it of of the uh, dangers it possesses, 
Um, or at the very least, uh, rid the witch. Yes. Um, then, yes, <coughs> the spell scroll of uh, Fireball will be used. Fantastic. But again, I think. I'm not asking. This is no, not. This is I, not a formal request. No, the, I, we understand entirely. You're too kind. Um, well, with, with that, we will take our leave for now. Um, we have been staying at the White Lady. Uh, we. I don't know how much longer we will be there, but if you require our services, that's where we will be. I will seek you out uh, again. Um, do you name? Do you have a name for your adventuring group? Or oh, that's asking a lot. How do you spell? <laughs> 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 no, I don't know. I'm afraid um, I do not speak orc. I'm, I'm, so, I'm terribly sorry. I hope that is not offensive. No, 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 that's perfect. <laughs> uh, we, we do not as yet have a, a name for ourselves. Um, perhaps that will come in time. Okay, then who should I ask for? Um, if, if you just ask for Balthazar, not, that, that's me. Okay, I will. I will. Um, well, thank you, Balthazar and the company. Um, and she gives another kind of uh, wayward look down at, at Kricks, and, um, but but it's more of just a glance. Um, uh, then I safe be, be to you on your travels. Uh, and you have a wonderful day as well. I will, I will make every attempt. To, <laughs> I, I will make every I attempt to, and, uh, <laughs> and may Aurel's wrath uh, not fall upon you. And she knows. <laughs> It's back into the... <laughs> Their greeting is, I don't wish you ill. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you don't get sacrificed. Yeah, yeah. It's like... <laughs> week. Yeah. It's like, this is the situation we're in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that taken care of. Um, I'm sorry. No, no, don't. You're fine. No, no mean to burst. Oh, no, Crix, you're fine. Yeah. If anybody has a problem with you, that's their problem. Indeed. He he, he he moves in a, in a mildly chipper way, like 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 he's got friends. <laughs> oh man, little buddy. Automatic family. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they saved me and they don't hate me. Friends. I think we may be ready to move on to the next town. Next town. All right. And we're going. We'll explain to Cricks that we're trying to hunt a Chewinga for this other researcher. So we're traveling from town to town trying to do that. Now, Crix might know what a Chewinga is. Yes, he actually might. I would like you to give me a nature check. Fifteen. Crix has definitely heard of them. Okay. And the tales of, of in, in his old clan uh, of little snow people, basically, oh, okay. um, are pretty common. Mostly goblins um, falsely boasting that they had caught one and eaten one, it. Yeah. but still... Yes, you guys get to decide where to go next. So the next sure. one, like, next closest one is Kaer uh, Dineval. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, I remind you, Kaer uh, Dineval is where Nika and Bartok's uh, family live. Mm -hmm. Or at least Bartok's son and Nika's right. eldest sister. Right. Yeah. Um, you also had heard a rumor... The captain of the East Haven Ferry, uh, by the name of Skython, had said had a rumor that, um, basically, it said that Caradineval's uh, speaker hadn't been seen in a long time. Um, people have been saying that he has fallen ill, but but uh, uh, Skython kind of like was was skeptical. What well, is the closest? 
It is the closest, yes. I mean, we could hit up if we two cares here and then head back down that way to Rinchander and everything over there. Yes. And just never, ever go to Dugan's Hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last place we'll check. That's where all the Chuangis are. What are you rolling for? Nothing, don't worry about it. I'm worried about it now. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so you guys are going to head up to, du to uh, Dugan's Hole? No! <laughs> no! I'm sorry, I heard Dugan's Hole. That's where you guys are headed. No. You're there! Um, <laughs> oh no! We leave! Care to all? Yeah. yeah. Alright. That's probably our. The trip to Care Dineval takes nine hours. Hmm. I should buy some rations. Yeah. Can we restock on rations before we leave? Yeah, there, I mean, there are there are places to shop okay. in East Haven. Can someone oh. buy me some rations? Because I don't think they're going to take take my money after I look them in the eye. They don't take Goblin Express? <laughs> no, my, li my tender is legal. My face isn't, apparently. Oh. <laughs> That's unfortunate. No, I know. You can just buy it for you. Yeah, we'll buy some for yeah. you. Yeah. I can give you the money. After the uh, first hour of, of walking or whatever, um, Crix is going to cast Mage Armor on himself. Good spell. It's the one that's going to keep him alive. <laughs> um, which makes it 13 plus Dexterity modifier, so... 16. So you guys actually see him cast his first spell ever in your presence. Just kind of swir it kind of swirls around him, and he's got a mild shimmering effect on his winter clothes now. So you guys set out towards Kerdinval. Yep. Um, Bartok, you oh. are easily the most knowledgeable about oh. Kerdinval. Okay. Um, you probably visited here before visiting your son. Uh, you know that in generations past, travelers to Kerdinval had to follow the rocky shore of Lac Denishir. Um, until after several hours, they spied a small fortress, which is the care uh, for which the town is named, jutting up from the prominence where it overlooks a lake. Um, it overlooks the lake. Uh, a ferry out of East Haven made the arduous trek unnecessary for merchants and other travelers, but uh, as you now know, the ferry was discontinued a little bit ago, you guys. that's the It's the ferry that you would... Dwarf ferry. Dwarf ferry. Um... You know that the speaker is his name is Cranach Seaver. Uh, he is known kind of as a bully who shouts and uses theatrics to make his point. Um, but as you guys heard the rumors from Skython, he has, according to the rumors, has fallen ill. The okay. town is relatively small, population of only only one hundred, and as such, it sacrifices food to Arvil. All right. Um, it takes you nine hours, you guys. Uh, set off on your trek. Uh, this is kind of the mirror opposite of your trek to East Haven. It begins on the East Way, which relatively easy to travel, as I said. A, a broad road. Uh, the snow has been packed down from, from use, um, though you don't see too many passerbys as you go. Um, but after uh, a, maybe a, a couple hours of travel, you come across that crossroads, and you know that to the left is home, east, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Goodmead. Uh, if you were to continue on the east way, it would lead you to Bryn Chander. But to the right, and kind of cr like snaking through the foothills and along the shore of Lac Denishir, uh, eventually will take you to Cairdinabal. Mm. And you get, begin this long trek. Um, now, the lantern 
the Chewinga Lantern. Are you keeping that lit the entire way, or are you only going to be, are you only going to have it um, out it, it like periodically? Um, I don't see any reason to not have it lit until we we bunk down for the night or anything like that. Okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, is it? Are we running off limited resources? Do we need oil to keep it oh, going? Oh yeah, it is an oil lantern. Okay. Okay. It had a one. It had a full pint of oil. Okay. When you left. How long do I think that pint will last? Give me. If it's constantly lit. Give me a survival check. Okay. Natural twenty. Uh, you know that um, the, as much as this lantern, as much light as this lantern gives off, you you estimate that one pint of oil will probably last about six hours. Um, okay. And through your combined use, you've probably used an hour. So you've got about five hours left. So that's not going to make it the entire trip to Cairdenival, but... Well, would you like... Um, how about we use it every hour or every two hours? Okay. Something Sounds like good. that. Sure. So you're just going to use it sporadically? Yes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, you guys trek through the uh, the... the the snow and ice and, and the, the cool, crisp, twilight air um, along this uneven and uh, somewhat difficult path. The, the nine hours equates to not necessarily just a distance, but also the difficulty of the trek. Okay. Um, and as you near, um, you know that you're getting within maybe an hour of... Caradineval, you see that the sun begins to slowly set behind the Regent Glacier. Um, and by the time you reach the town proper, by the time you can see the telltale silhouette of the Care itself resting atop this uh, low cliff outlooking the, the lake, Bartok, as this comes into view, you turn the lantern on again to, to check. And it, Flicks to light with a green flame. Well, look at that. It, oh, there's something. <laughs> Do you think it's time to go exploring? Um. Well, if there if there's some sort of a uh, of elemental around, then uh, perhaps. Uh, I mean, there's no guarantee that it that it's a Joinga, considering they Very true. probably yes. do not exist. Um. <laughs> but um. We can give uh, it there, a there, there's certainly something around. Yeah. Well, we can. We can give it a go. We're close enough to town. Correct. As you guys make your way into the town, you, you know, you're, are you going to keep that lantern lit? Uh, yeah, I mean, as we walk closer, is mm -hmm. it getting strong? Okay. Right, yeah, it, it doesn't get stronger or anything. It just turns green. Oh. Um, and you know from what uh, Danica had told you that it, it's not like a radar. It doesn't right. glow brighter or anything. It's just it's, as you soon as there's around. an oh, elemental yes. within 300 feet, it turns green. Um, but you guys are walking along, and you see, um, in the distance, as the dark is setting in, <coughs> a cavern, or a, a cottage at the edge of town, this door suddenly kind of gets pushed open, pushing a mound of snow out of the way, and a woman in, in, bundled up in furs, um, s starts stomping out, and just kind of like kicking at the snow, and, um, she kind of walks out. And as soon as uh, she kind of looks up and you see you see this figure look at you, she kind of waves at you and she starts yelling, Watch out for the wind and the curse it brings! 
Trickster spirits have been opening my windows, sending horrible chills through my home. Oh no. How terrible. Knocking, knocking plates out of the cupboards and, and cups off the counters. Oh my goodness, how terrible. This, this damned place has been cursed ever since the speaker went ill. Oh, well how, how long ago was that? Sometime today, I just noticed it. Be careful of it out here. These are, these are awful times, and, and you can't trust even your own home these days. Mm. Uh. Well, thank you for the word of warning. Just beware, just be... And she looks down. Get your child in somewhere safe. Um, he, he tugs on Balthazar's, uh, like, whatever's hanging off of his hip real quick. And, 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 and he, he points at the lantern and at the house. Yes. Yeah, she, uh, she stomps. She starts stomping back towards the cottage, just kicking and cursing. Damned winds, damned, damned spirits, stealing my, stealing my cutlery, breaking my pots. I wonder if we could help her. Uh, well, hopefully we'll be able to find that this also the problem. Yes. But uh, we we need to uh, look. First, we need to acquire uh, lodgings for the evening. Yes. I don't think we want to uh, sleep out here in the, the snow and the cold. Okay, right. I guess. I guess. I mean, it's still pretty early in the uh, in the evening. It's about six o'clock. Okay. So the okay. sun has just disappeared. Okay. But oh, we can uh, we can investigate this while we try to find a place to hunker down for the evening. Yeah, let's go explore town. Okay. And perhaps say hello to my family. <laughs> perhaps. They would like to know I'm you alive. You do have family. I guess. <laughs> Alright, um, as you guys leave, um, you said you are going to keep that lantern lit, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Alright, so you start making your way into the center of town, um, and you see, uh, you, you walk past, there's a ruined watchtower, um, that Bartok knows is kind of a, a staple of the town in previous, um, it, it's basically a landmark, um, Bartok and Balthazar both give me history checks. Bartok at advantage, please. 14? 16. Okay. Um, you both have heard, you know, obviously Bartok, you've heard the stories of how, how the town came to be, but you didn't really con uh, commit any of it to memory. Um, once again, though, Balthazar, you're kind of the font of, uh, of knowledge. Um, and you know that the Care was built some 400 years ago by the Dinev family from Cormier. Um, be well before Ten Towns existed. Uh, the Dinevs had hoped to claim sovereignty over the unset lands of Icewind Dale. Um, when the castle, which was dubbed Care Dinevel, was completed, the workers and their families settled in the outbuildings that they had constructed further down the cliff, uh, along with the families of the retainers of the Dinevs. Um, and that's kind of how the town began. Uh, over the next few years, many explorers in the region came to see the care for themselves, and some built cottages in the shadow of the walls. However, no sooner had the small town taken hold than marauding orcs had swept down from the tundra to put it to the torch. The town's residents tried to take refuge in the castle, but the Dinevs, alarmed by the size of the orc horde, barred the gates and refused to open them. The orcs fell upon the stranded people and slaughtered them to the last one. The Dinevs survived the initial uh, assault, but not the siege that followed. 
After three weeks of being confined in the care, the Denims were so weakened by hunger that they were unable to resist when the orcs scaled the castle walls. Thus, the Denims family's brief rule in Icewind Dale came to a bloody end. Uh, the care remained in the orcs' possession for several years until they were driven out by a small army of human settlers from other parts of the Dale who banded together. The victors claimed the castle and its lands, and those with families brought them here to settle. Their descendants live here to this day and keep alive the memory of their ancestors' deeds. And today, the keep is the residence of the town speaker. Alright, so All that's, right. that is what you know of this place. Um, but as you walk in, uh, you also can walk by um, a drafty old building with boarded up windows and a crooked weather vane shaped like a rearing dragon. Uh, it looks like it may have at one point in time been an inn, but it looks abandoned now. There's only one main street that kind of winds around the, the lake, basically, and uh, up to the care. Mm. And you would know mm. that the up the uphill climb that the it's a um, a tavern situated on the northwest of the care, closest to the the care itself. Um, is probably the only remarkable building besides where your family lives. So, well, let's go there. You're gonna go to the tavern. Yeah, let's find okay. some locals. Alrighty. Um, as you begin walking that direction, you make your way down the street. The green flame turns orange. Mm. Oh, we're going the wrong direction for that. If we turn Where back, does it turn green again? Mm. Uh, you walk back um, a few, you know, a few yards, and then yep. Okay. Well, it's a good site. We could still yes, at least go yes. to the tavern and secure lodgings. Right, right. So you guys wank your way through the uh, the quiet town. Um, this one even more so than East Haven was. Uh, there are definitely few and far uh, few people um, far between on the streets. You see maybe one or two bundled figures as you make your way up to the uphill climb. And uh, when you get up there, you, you can see. Uh, through the dark, the settling dark, that this tavern would normally offer a spectacular view of Lake Dinashir. And you walk up to the uh, to the entrance of the, the tavern, um, go inside. There's a uh, a nice warm fire in the in the hearth. Um, however, when you walk in, you see no other patrons. Um, you see a kind of a, uh, a rugged middle-aged man uh, with with thick mutton chops going down to a, a kind of a, a, a chin strap kind of type type of beard um, under his chin uh, doesn't look well kept um, and he's just kind of sitting there and staring at the fire absent-mindedly and as you walk in he kind of shakes his head and looks up to you goes mm, good hell hell hello what, uh, what brings you in in these dark times? I'm all out of booze. So, uh, are you out of rooms? Rooms? Um, I suggest you take a look at the car. I got no rooms here. This ain't no way in. But if you're looking for lodgings for the night, check the car. That's where you're gonna find it. Not since the, uh, Dinev's Rest is closed. Very well. Crix has been warming himself you, by the fire the whole time. Yeah. You hear? I can I can serve you up some some hot warm chowder. I got no booze. 
Those wells have run dry since the East Haven Ferry left. Sounds like he really wants his boots back. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine everyone here does. Yeah. Yeah, your town must be struggling right now with the current affairs. It ain't great. Yeah. The speaker hasn't been seen in months. The ferry's been shut down for two. Mm -hmm. May I ask what details you know about your speaker? What happened? I've heard that from another town. Craddock, the useless slug, sick as a, a, a mule's ear, I guess. Mm. Haven't seen hide nor hair of him. Mm. He's still in that carriage, looking for as I know. Mm. His, his servants come out every now and then. They come down and fetch some chowder from me. They better get better soon, or they better find a new speaker. This yeah. is getting this is getting ridiculous. This cursed winter is ruining everybody's lives. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we'll, yeah. we'll take, uh, four bowls of, uh, chowder. Because there's four of us, even if the first one is invisible. Maybe, uh, three silver a bowl. Are you gonna pay for your child? Fine. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. Okay. I, got, I, I got you all. Uh, it's a silver a bowl? Three silver. Jesus! I'm gonna starve to death before anything else kills me. I think that's what's gonna happen. I don't think I. I hand you that. I hand you. I like hand you three silvers so, mm -hmm. so you can buy it for me. I don't think I have money. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I should look into that officially. Yeah, I, I started because like, even Mike's money. character started with money, and he's had some, like the Outlander background. Of yeah, I, I got some. I got five GP. I I, I could have had ten. Or five, and I went with five because that made more sense. Yeah, um, I'm over halfway down on that, and I have been with you guys a day. Uh, yeah, it's expensive being alive. I don't. Yeah, it sucks. Hey, level one or two adventures, and that, you know you don't start hitting the big bucks until you get up to the wire. <laughs> big bucks, right? Let's see. Well, we already have a magic item. I mean, we always saw ten that gold. Food. You've got ten gold that you start with. What? Don't, don't question it, just say okay and put it in there. No, no I still want to know what you basically I looked at the on. wrong one. I looked at Outlander again. Because I had Outlander on the brines. What background did you choose? Haunted one. Oh, wow. Uh -huh. That's from, uh, from Strahd. Yeah. It's like that's not in that book. One silver piece. <laughs> oh, you. All I'm right. not covering you. Why is, the go why is the goblin more and wealthy? you know what, Mike? There is something that we did completely forget to do. His oh? secret? No. No. <laughs> no. no. We, got we, we got that. Um. No. Was it uh, that he's a multi-millionaire? No, but we did oh. forget to roll on a trinket table for you. Oh, I need a trinket. It's you true. Need a trinket. I already kind of have one, but yeah, we can roll on a trinket table. I can do that right now. Roll right. a d100, please. A d100, huh? All right. Uh, 45. An owl figurine carved from whalebone. Oh, cool. I'm gonna go ahead and use one of the rations. <laughs> so you're not gonna have a bowl? Nope. Alright. Gonna have some nice. You, uh, oh, as you do that, uh, when you turn it down, he kind of gives you the sneer and puts the bowl off to the side. I apologize. It's been hard times. Yeah, hard times for all. Indeed. The hard times are worse without paying customers. <laughs> I'm sure. Here, I, I will buy you a bowl. What? Here? Yes. Okay, thank you. What a nice young man. I know, right? I'm fantastic. And he 
he kind of like not not so like aggressively but very very disrespectfully just kind of tosses the bowl in front of you just kind of just does that thing where he, it, it leaves his hands just like maybe maybe a second too early as it clatters on the on the table it doesn't spill or anything to clatter, you know. okay and he he takes the the collective silver from you all um, you guys eat it uh, the chowder is warm good or it's not warm, it's hot. It's it's, it's yeah. nice and hot chowder. Probably not three silver worth of, of yeah, taste, I'm but... Sure. <laughs> yeah, it would have to be amazing chowder to do that. Modest. Mod- modest chowder? Yep. <laughs> I'm looking at meals per day. Modest. Oh, that's per day. Shit. Whatever. That's did, did we, we just buy a whole day's worth of chowder? <laughs> <laughs> he hands each of us an open bucket. Yeah. I'm taking this with me. <laughs> I'm not no, leaving this. No doggy bags. <laughs> hey, with what I paid, I paid for a bucket. Yeah. All right. I fill up. My, I fill up one of my water skeins with. <laughs> <laughs> just, don't, just don't forget. Yeah. yeah you're so just thirsty. <laughs> oh! Also, also just to prevent it from freezing when we're walking, you're gonna have to keep it under your armpit. Yeah. Well. Just like your wa- other water skin. Mm, body temperature. <laughs> yeah. Body temperature chowder. <laughs> nothing, mm. nothing quenches the thirst better. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So you guys get your chowder and eat it. Um, as soon as you do, the uh, proprietor returns back to his behind the, his counter and just kind of stares at you guys and glowers while you <laughs> when you're eating. Uh, nobody else comes in. So, uh, so what are you guys doing? You, uh, you eat. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, it looks like we need to go to the the, the cairn to uh, to uh, get lodgings for the night. Um, so we could do that, or we could go hunting for this mysterious chewinga. Potential chewinga. I believe I might have left a sour impression on this tavern keeper. Would you perhaps ask if he knows anything about chewinga? All right, here. here. I'm whispering on this. <laughs> uh, uh, sir, do you, have there been any uh, sightings of, of local spirits and, and things such as that? Uh, when we were approaching the town, a, a, uh, a fine woman told us that her house had been uh, assaulted by the winds. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, yeah, you're, you're talking about... Uh, You'll get uh, there. You're, you're talking about Elva. Yeah, she's... She's always on about the spirits, saying that they keep breaking into her house and breaking her stuff and open her windows. Uh, don't pay her no mind. But what do you think's causing her difficulties? Her senility. Oh. <laughs> oh. I see. I think it's just... Honestly, I think it's just got the whole town spooked. Yes, I, uh, I think everyone... is non-existent. This winter is never gonna end. The bitter cold does things to people. Makes them crazy. <laughs> I like stop and I just look at Cricks for a second, considering <laughs> where we found him. He he's got a book open and a crayon in his hand. Oh, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just had to check. Well, uh, we would we were just wondering if there was anything to what she was saying. So thank you for clearing that up. Yeah. You want more chowder? Uh, no, we seem to have bought an entire day's worth of peace. You could use two days. <laughs> I got plenty. 
That's the only thing he does with this guy. <laughs> just, just constantly I making I ain't got customers to serve. <laughs> I got chowder to make. Oh, nobody comes here anymore since since the ferry stopped. Mm. You got no mead. Got no ale. How was your town surviving then? Not well. <laughs> <laughs> that may have been the wrong question to ask. Oh my goodness. Even I know that. And my charisma is a negative one. <laughs> We get a, we get a, the merchant come through a couple times a, a month. Mm. Not enough to survive on. This town's going to shape. You can see it. You can smell it in the air with that bit of cold. Of course. Well, thank you for the uh, the hot chowder, good sir. We shall probably see you uh, later for, for more chowder. Good. Another day's worth of chowder. <laughs> That's so much chowder. You'll need it. Like fire in your belly, like best you can without without the ale. I'm afraid we're gonna have to spend a lot of time in the outhouse tonight. Oh yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> what is the fire in your belly? Yeah, no, you just see Balthazar take a bot, like a little pill bottle out of his pouch and pop a couple of Modian and screw it back, <laughs> and stick it back in. <laughs> like he he knows. Uh, let's go back to where we saw that uh, elemental sighting and see what, what we can see from that. Mm. So you guys head back out into the cold. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now we have bellies full of a day's worth of chowder. <laughs> <laughs> Surely we'll be fine for the next day. <laughs> Why are you so disgruntled? Because <laughs> it's a day's worth of chowder! That's so much chowder! <laughs> He's so worried about it. <laughs> so you guys head back down the, uh, the the long road. Like, to put it in perspective, we just bought 12 meals from this guy. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. That's the most business he's had in weeks. <laughs> wow. But uh, you head back down to the uh, to the woman's cottage. Uh, you can see uh, a, a fire burning inside, a, you know, a nice warm hearth. But uh, you pull up the lantern and turn it on, and sure enough, green. All right. That gives you something to go off. We're here to exterminate your spirits. Would that work? You like the Ghostbusters? Is there an invisible man sleeping in your bed? <laughs> it's kind of invasive to us. Oh, they're just wondering. Because mm. if there is, I know who they should call. Mm. Us. Yeah. What's what's the approach on this uh, on this lady? Uh, well, we we saw which house she lives in, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We can yeah. just ask her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll okay. go talk we to her. may help her. Yeah. Investigate. How dare you offer up a sensible and and. And well-meaning plan. Sensible yeah. approach it is. I'll do the talking. <laughs> no, that's fine. Oh, okay. We, we eventually do need someone in this party with high charisma, because this is... Ooh, we do not have anybody who's good at talking with people. Chris kind of gestures towards the door. I'll knock on the door. All right. Do you want to take There's the lead? A... What? Do you want to take the lead? Or... I don't. Do you know what you're doing? <laughs> I have slightly higher charisma. Then go for it. Okay. Cricks take lead. Right, so if there's a, a moment and she opens the door and she looks out. Uh, what do you... Yeah? Hail. 
I don't know if you remember us from earlier. We were the travelers that you Oh, warned. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. My name is Bartok. Sorry to intrude. Uh, but we went into town and we, um... Well, we are here in business that may be related to the issue that you said you were having earlier. I'm not but Oh! Yes. Oh! About your house y being... Y'all... Y'all yes. exorcists? <laughs> so, more like researchers. More like researchers. Okay. Yes, we are on, uh... Yeah. Have you ever heard of, uh... Chuangi? Chuinga. Chuinga? <laughs> no, have you? <laughs> have you heard of the Chuinga? <laughs> First session. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, I want, uh, coming, uh, Kazuntai? <laughs> I forgot which one is the name of the thing now. Chuinga. Like <laughs> this is, this is going to be a running thing, isn't it? It already is. <laughs> It's this, um, well, it's a, a type of elemental, you see. We're on a quest to... Oh, you think them's the, the, the spirits that, that have been harassing me? Potentially. Get rid tricksters. of them! Well, we were wondering, if, with your permission, if we could maybe investigate. Yeah, get rid of them! Yes. <laughs> May we come in? My name is Bartok, by the way, if I did not You did mention myself. that. I'm, yes. I'm Elva. It's pleasant. It's wonderful to meet you, Elva. This is my friend Balthazar. Yes. My f oh my god, damn it. <laughs> my friend Crix. This is our Crix. <laughs> this is our Crix. Crix. And may we come in? Y yeah, I guess. Oh, thank she you. lets you in, and it, it's a nice, cozy, warm, you know, cottage. Uh, only a couple rooms, uh, the, the main, you know, the living room, essentially, the, or the common room. Um, it has a nice, warm fire burning. You can see a... Uh, a stuffed chair has been pulled relatively close to it, where where she was clearly sitting and, and warming herself. And she mm -hmm. goes over to a, a window and she points at it. And she goes, "Those little the, the spirits opened this window just earlier today and stole my silverware, and I had to close it. Let let in an awful draft." Of course. Well, tell me, have you seen have you seen anything other than missing silverware? But anything in act? <laughs> yeah, <'cause>... Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I haven't. The spirits. Of course. I'm getting a southern draw and I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> I don't know, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate this hospitality you're suddenly showing us. Could we potentially have some sweet tea? <laughs> oh my god. I forgot where we were. Uh, well, we were asking for mint juleps. <laughs> What did you say? Uh, we were asking for mint juleps. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Is there a... Well, tell me, is there any any patterns, if you notice, any times of day where this happens more? At night. At night? Okay. After the sunset? For, for what that might be. Of course. Given does, time. It, does it happen every night, or...? No, not every night. Mm -hmm. Damn, this southern draw. I can't get rid of it now. <laughs> it's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> not every night. Should we perhaps... Oh, yes, let's do a, a cursory investigation. Hi, yes. I'm going to investigate. Yes. All right, what are you going to investigate? <laughs> investigate the, the house. house. All right, yes. give me an investigation check. <laughs> I pick things up and look underneath them inquisitively. Fourteen. Do I find all the spirits? So you, uh, Balthazar, you, you kind of walk over to the window that you said mm -hmm. that she, uh, she, that was left open, and you, you kind of take a look, 
and almost immediately you see um, the snow on the windowsill on the outside has been disturbed, and you can see what look like little footprints. Goodness gracious. 21. <laughs> you find a chewing it. It's just in. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you walk over, and like after Malthazar kind of gestures at you look, and you can see three individual tra- uh, like sets of little, uh, what look like little humanoid footprints. Like at, at a glance, you might think it maybe a bird had let, nest, like landed on the windowsill and moved around a bit, mm. but when you're looking at it a little closer, it very much looks like little footprints that have just kind of walked to the windowsill and walked back. Well, that is fascinating. Do you see three sets there? Yes. I wonder. It's, it's snowing outside. Um, lightly. Lightly. Yeah, not enough to have covered footprints. Okay, well, let's start there. Alright, so you guys hurry back outside, and um, you see that as after they leave the window, you can see little like plops in the snow where they clearly landed and then those footprints <laughs> carry on towards uh, a thicket toward it at the back of the, the cottage. And you also see that uh, there was there's something else in the snow like uh, like a little um, a furrow in the snow next to some, one of these footprints or a few of these footprints that uh, it looks almost like something was dragged like, like you would think maybe it's holding the silverware maybe, away. Yeah, like a yeah. cutlery mm-hmm. or something. Okay. Yeah, uh, you said leads into brush. Mm-hmm. Investigate again. Go ahead and give me perception check this time. Twenty-two. Yeah, I like this deck. As you guys are like, you guys watch Bartok kind of following these little footprints towards the, the these like, conifer bushes that are back there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bartok, as you're getting nearer, you can hear slight movement, like rustling, and maybe a little bit of snow moving. Ah, I make that thing issue motion with my face. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You know when your face does the shh. Oh. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. Indeed. Can I sneak closer? Yeah, give me a stealth check. Yep. Eight. You uh, you walk around Nine. the bushes, and you Oops. see a curious sight. You see three little figures. Wearing um, what looks like uh, cloaks made of, of straw and grass, um, and they've got these little white masks, and they are all sitting around a dinner plate that has a pine cone sit on rested on it. One of them is holding a knife and pretending to cut it, and another one has a fork and is pretending to stab it, and um, and the, the the well the third one is just kind of sitting at the edge of the plate, and when you when you appear there. All three of them stop and they look up at you. You can see these just blank, white mask faces um, with little like red patterns painted on them. Looks like uh, um, maybe maybe painted with like berry juice or something. Oh, um, and the uh, the one without holding the, without the utensils looks at you and does this. Yeah, so it's, it's making these gestures to you to, to join I, it. And, and I try to gesture that I have, like, two more of me over there. Okay. Um, <laughs> technically three. Um, three more, yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. But one one is a bull. But it, 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 goes, it just kind of gestures to the plate. One, The one holding the knife moves to the side as if to allow you to, next to the plate. Oh, okay. um, you guys watch as Bartok s- kind of sits down behind the bushes. <laughs> I, like, motion... With like, okay. gentle, yeah. I will we cautiously approach. 
I'll be right on uh, Bartok's hip. Sweet. I'm gonna like point at myself, Bartok. They all like. Oh, so you're you're gonna sit down next to him? I'll sit down. Yep. And okay. Bartok. As soon as you do that, they all start jumping around. Like one of them drops the fork and starts moving around excitedly. The one that that didn't have anything rushes over to you and starts like touching your leg, like the the the. Um, the heavy furs on your leg and like inspecting you another one runs over and then as these two <coughs> turn around the corner uh, you guys see this going on you see these little little half foot tall men kind of Precious running bones. over to Bartok and, and examining them I'm gonna um, press to digitate sparkles in the air for them they all rock back and just <laughs> And they all start uh, dancing and, and just going nuts. Um, I'm going to adopt them. Well, I'll be danged. They do exist. <laughs> um, don't don't we need to bring one back? Yeah, I guess. Oh, wait, how are we supposed to? But yeah, they are all they're all dancing around now and and like running over to like kind of touching Bartok and almost examining them. Um, Crix and uh, Balthazar, what do you two do when you when you see all of this going on? You see Bartok using uh, making little sparkles in the air, and they're just they're just going nuts. They're not making any noise, but they're just. I'm just gonna stand back for now because Bartok seems like they know what they're doing with these little things. Okay. Should what we go? Don't eat. no, we're not going to eat them. They're not for eating. They're for studying and examining. How do we bring uh, them back? Well, do you think they will... Hmm. Can, can we convince them to stay with us? Maybe. <laughs> I'm just been down like, hey, little guys. <laughs> <laughs> they all, all three of them stop and look over to, to Balthazar. And just kind of, like, waiting. Um, Give him a trick. I don't... Oh, a trick. And then one of them points to, to Balthazar. Uh-huh. And does this. Oh, oh, you, you, you like my glasses, huh? And they all start doing that. Oh, okay, well, um, here, I, I guess you can look at them for a little bit, and I'll take them off my nose and, and give them... Yeah, one, them. Of them, one of them takes it, yeah. kind of rocks back and forth in the, in the snow as it steadies itself. It turns them around and puts it on its face, almost like, you know, a child, yeah. just kind of looking at this. The other two just start dancing around. One of them runs over to you, um, Bar uh, Balthazar, mm -hmm. and, like starts climbing up your arm, oh, your, your, your prosthetic uh -huh. arm, and it's like looking at you and reaches out and starts touching your head. And they're just yes, hello. they're just playing and having fun, and pretty soon the other passes the glasses, and then the other I ones playing around with it. They seem to be quite uh, amenable, don't they? Yes. We just have to figure out how to communicate this idea. Ideas. Uh, do, do you little guys uh, understand us? Can you, do you understand what we're saying? They okay. don't react in any way, any, okay. any meaningful way. They are all just kind of like doing this. As soon as the one, uh, the first one that, that took your glasses, as soon as you, it lets go, it also runs over to you and starts like examining mm -hmm. you. It, it kind of climbs up and starts, it, it reaches up and pulls one of your scrolls. Well, be careful <laughs> with that. Don't rip it. <laughs> Looking at it, touching it, it lets go. <laughs> and then it pulls it again. <laughs> Maybe you just have to like, do this. <laughs> like, just jingle car keys all, or carriage keys all the way back to the town. Yeah. Car Horse keys. keys. Horse keys. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I 
they live back you in st- whatever. You stick them in the horse's ear and turn them to get your horse to start. Yeah, and Icewind, I hope you, and Icewind, I hope you plug that horse in overnight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've got the, the solar garage. power here. But yeah, they, yeah, one of them, um, the, the one with your glasses, kind of sets the glasses down in the snow, and then it also walks over to you and starts examining you. I'm gonna like reach down and pick up the glasses and put them back on so okay. that I can actually see what I'm doing. They've got little handprints on the glasses. I'll wipe them now. on my, my tunic. <laughs> They've got like, and the handprints are like little frosted, like oh. they're not like smudged or greasy, mm. like like actual handprints. It's like little um, frosted bits in the shape of hand, tiny hands. Mm. Just, <laughs> <laughs> when you do that, all three of them, <laughs> and then one goes mimicking Bartok, just kind of making gestures <laughs> or Balthazar, excuse me. I have painter's supplies. Maybe I can like draw the idea of them coming back to it with us. Um, I mean that's a possibility. It does seem like they'd understand uh, pictures more than uh, us talking to them because. They don't seem too receptive to that. I think we might also be a bit distracting. That's this big new... Potentially, yes. Yeah. At this point, they've all started moving towards Crix a little bit. They all stop and stand in front of Crix. Uh-oh. Um, and then one of them does this. Rubs its belly, like Crix did. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> Pretty soon all three of them are doing that. <laughs> are they going to eat Crix? <laughs> <laughs> they don't have discernible mouths, so I'm hoping not... Um, they just it just means that they're all mouth. Oh! Yeah. oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking Langoliers! <laughs> um, Crix will break off um, uh, little scales of pine cone and hand, hand one to each of them. Uh, each one takes it in turn and then mimics eating them. Awesome. Or mimes eating them. Okay, this is cute. I'm going to Chawingo's draw them, yes. like a small all, little car- I'm, I'm kind of fond of cartoon them. image of them and show them. Okay, yeah, you. Uh, one of them drops the pine cone like scale as you're doing this and turns and looks at you. Mm. And when you do that, it walks over to you and touches the paper, and then reaches up for the the like the brush. I give it. It takes it and then it just starts <laughs> drawing on the paper. Okay, I give it. It's own paper. Another one runs over and quickly <laughs> tries to take it too, and they're oh, this both is, this is escalating drawing oh, and no. just making big lines, almost like Sonya did with your drawing. <laughs> Do I have uh, more than one utensil? Drawing utensil? Do you? I don't know. Is that something that's listed yeah, when well, you get the it won't say it. I'm, just, I'm just asking you if you want to have more. I would like to. All yeah. Right, yeah, sure. I like to think that. I... Yeah, I, mean, I imagine Painter's Supplies has multiple brushes. It's just a stick with some, like, fresh blood on the... Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. It's Iceman Dip. Um, so I give them that piece of paper. Yeah, and one grabs a hold of it, and they, they both... Like, the second one takes it, and this brush is dry, uh-huh. but it starts making the motions like <laughs> it's painting anyway. I'll, uh... I'll take out a, a piece of paper and a drawing, or utensil for myself. Can I draw you what I want to draw for them? If you, yeah, if you you are more than welcome to. I don't know how else to explain it. So, okay. Like, yeah. That's fine. While you're doing that, I'm gonna Bartok. You uh, you draw up a little, uh, kind of <laughs> comic or panel of uh, of what you would like them to do as far as following you, and they uh, when you do that, they they again like they touch the paper and then they reach for the brushes, 
and then they just they continue doing the exact same thing they have been doing. Thing. Uh, other ideas. Um. Okay. I am you going to. Them with us? What? Oh, what are you gonna say? Yeah, I'm gonna reach into the bag of tricks. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm gonna pull out three fuzzies. Oh my god. Okay. And I'm gonna give each one a fuzzy. Oh geez. And then I'm gonna mind like throwing them. Just throw. Okay. Yeah, they each take one little ball of a fuzzy and one. They they watch you. They they observe you doing this gesture. Uh -huh. And one finally tosses it as far as it can. And, Lands a few feet away. Would you like to roll for that? Yeah, I just did. Cool. Okay. Uh, a giant rat. Already. <laughs> you just watch a giant rat just kind of, as the ball hits the snow, it, it disappears in the snow, and then all of a sudden on the, like, maybe half a foot away, just puff, mm -hmm. the snow explodes out, and this mm -hmm. giant rat kind of mm -hmm. sits to the top turns around and then just kind of starts meandering towards you guys. Yep. All of the Chewingas go... Yeah, they, 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 they look again, just shocked. Yeah. And immediately the other two... Whew, whew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the second one is... a dire wolf. <laughs> <laughs> and the third Jesus. one is a giant badger. They got the violent ones. <laughs> wow. So, the second one... It. Boom! <laughs> This massive wolf just appears and just starts rooting around in the snow. Yep. Um, and then the <laughs> giant badger shows up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they're all friendly to you guys. Yeah, so... they're all friendly to, to me and my companions. And yep. right now, the Chewingle are my companions. Yep. All three of them, like, just start jumping up and down and dancing in a circle. <laughs> one of them runs over, the, the first one runs over to the rat and, like, kind of climbs up on top of it as if it was riding it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a little, like, the rat is a little big for it, but it's holding on to the rat's fur. The rat doesn't seem to be paying any mind. The other two <laughs> run over to their respective animals, but that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you come with us, you can have more animal friends. They're all... The one on the rat just starts, like, riding the rat around in circles. <laughs> You've given them so much power. <laughs> they're going to overthrow us. Yeah. Oh, no. New government. It's like, they, they're they Actually, they, I think they're on our level now. Yeah, probably. I mean... <laughs> yeah. I do not know if I could take a, giant, a dire wolf in a fight. Yeah, that's... It would be iffy. Mm-hmm. Want to see if they'll follow us? Uh... Yeah, sure. Since they're on your... Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'm, like, I'm going to start walking away, and I'm going to gesture for them to come with us. Like, come on. The one on the rat does start following. All right. The other two are just way preoccupied with the animals. I keep uh, sparkling the air. Yeah. We... The one that, that's following you guys is just, like, dazzled. Yeah. Um, and before long, you guys turn around, and you don't even see the other two anymore. They're just gone. They've been eaten by their animals. Oh, no. <laughs> do, do we see the animals? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was about to get grim. Just but the one is diligently following you guys. Okay. The top is Rat Steed. Cool. Agreed. Yeah, Rat Steve? Rat Steve. <laughs> Rat Steve. <laughs> Love that guy. Okay. Well, um, I mean, we do now have a Chewingo with us. Um, do you only need... One. We only need yeah. one. Unless, but how do we convince him to stay with us when we go back to uh, to Goodmead? That's going to be a long journey. But oh, I think we, we might have to wing it. Just keep entertained the whole time. What, what are we gonna do when we're asleep? Uh, we I can, mean, 
we might have to take turns shifts. <laughs> this, is turn, this might turn into uh, I think we're doing an escort mission now. We're doing a weird escort mission. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're doing an escort mission with a toddler. <laughs> babysitting escort. It's like you play Resident Evil before. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same feel. Yeah. I still kinda wanna just put it in a sack. I think if we put it in a sack, it will vanish. Like yeah, that's... I mean that's that is a problem. I and I mean, really, really, Crix doesn't have a have a say in this because this was a mission you guys had before you found him freezing to death in the water. Well, I think Balthazar has a good point. Like, if yeah. he doesn't want to come with us, it's not going to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like our our best bet is just to keep this critter entertained. Shift. So <laughs> shifts babysitting. Yeah, I pretty think. much. Ugh. Well, we we need to find some place to uh to hunker down for the evening, and and it looks like the the care is where we'll want to go for that. So, I hope Excuse they me. do not mind that we have Jeepers. a chewinga riding a giant rat following us. People may ask questions. <laughs> I will not give answers. <laughs> yeah, and actually, as once you're watching this, you're reminded Bartok of the old man in East Haven who was drunk when you were asking about. Chewingas, and he said that he'd see, that he knew somebody who'd seen one riding a fox. Oh god! And that just kind of reminds you of this. <laughs> like we might be huh, in a time paradox. They've got an MO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if it's a time paradox, what if that's us? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I'm not good with those. Hmm. Okay, so um, we'll Stretch go up it. to the the care. Okay. Does it follow us all the way? Yeah, it does. Amazing. Does anybody comment? <laughs> um, there's not, especially now that uh, there's no one to. Yeah, now that okay. the the sun right. has fully set, it's a, almost eight o'clock at night. It's getting cold. You don't see too many people, and any that you do see are keeping to themselves. Okay. Like you don't even see faces. They're just covered up in blankets and cloaks yeah. and heavy okay. clothing, and just kind of walking through. They may give you a, a side eye, but you know, a glance out of the corner of their eye, but. Uh, easily mistaken that this giant rat is simply a, a familiar or a pet or something. So, you that's, guys, a, that's an interesting sight. You guys eventually make your way back up to the uh, past um, the chowder restaurant. Yeah, the, the chowder. The, the, the uphill chowder. climb, past the uphill Ooh. climb, and make your way to to the care. care. So, um, as you guys walk up the road past the uphill climb. Uh, you see a sturdy stone castle devoid of warmth and ostentatious ostentation squats atop the cliffs overlooking the town and the frozen harbor. Warding the castle entrance are thick, battle-hardened wooden doors. Four cylindrical guard towers have worn, uh, wind-worn flags bearing the town's heraldry fluttering above their tiled conical roofs. These towers are connected by icy battlements and parapets. Atop the castle walls and within the guard towers, torches flicker. That's... As you, you guys approach uh, and you see these big, heavy doors are closed. Um, hello? We're looking for a place to stay for the night. Knock, knock. Um, you see above the uh, above these doors, there are windows um, more, a little bit more like uh, arrow slits than actual windows, but Good. there's openings up above, and you see a, uh, a pale face bundled in, in warm clothing poke its head out and goes, um, uh, Oi! Uh, Speaker Cronach Seaver is too sick to entertain guests. Uh, we, we were told we could find uh, rooms for the night here. You were told wrong. Go away. 
We're, tra ah. we're travelers in need of lodging. Can you help us in any way? Who could? Uh, I, I know not, and it's not my concern. My concern is to the to the speaker, and, and that's it. Be gone. Well. Are they still there? Are they just watching us? Yeah. Okay. You know, we are travelers. We have helped others. We have helped other towns. We could help you. We know your speaker's been out for months. What do you mean, help? Well, I don't know. It seems like... It, it seems like your speaker is in a, a touch of trouble. No one's seen him for months yet. Yes, Speaker Cranoxiever is, is ill. He's fallen ill, and he has, he has no time or energy for guests. Uh, or, or, or adventurers. We have no need of that. Uh, we just came from East Haven and helped them solve one of their uh, a missing persons case. We, we might be able to help if you're willing to... Seaver is not missing, he is ill. I Go back to that. East Haven and help them with their problems, then. I, I don't think we're going to get anywhere here. Okay. No, you're not. Go away. <laughs> uh, do you, well. um, you think we could stay with your, your family? Do you remember when you were yes. talking about murder being justified? Uh... <laughs> In a different universe, reality, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Let's go visit my, uh... Spawn. Alright. <laughs> so you guys depart? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Alright, you, uh, you head back night. down you head back down the uh, the road. As soon as you turn and start leaving you see the, the this person at the in the window watches you as you guys leave and, and uh, as soon as they determine that you are leaving they duck back in. Um you you make your way back through town and find yourself at the door to your son's house. I gave you life. Let me sleep on your couch. Yeah. <laughs> also, accept this rat and this goblin. <laughs> Two of these know. are your new siblings. <laughs> <laughs> the other one will join my family. So the uh, the door opens, and you guys see a a gnome who has pointed elven ears and uh, decidedly elven features on his face, uh, but he is in fact a gnome. Um, and he opens the door, uh, his name is Ian's. Thank you. <laughs> he opens the door and kind of blinks and looks and he goes, Whoa. My son. What does he call you? Uh, acquaintance father. <laughs> well, Bartok is non-binary. Yeah. So I have oh. no idea what they would refer to. Parental units. Mappa. 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 Okay. Oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. He opens the door and he kind of blinks and he goes, I'm make my nieces call me that. <laughs> But he, he kind of blinks and, and looks a little confused and goes, Mappa? What are you... What? Ian, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry to barge in. I'm so sorry to barge in. I'm traveling with my friends. Uh, oh, well, come, come in, come in, get out of the cold. Come on. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, we walk in. <laughs> All four of us and a rat. <laughs> ah! It's nice and warm and inviting in his, in his cottage. Mm. Um, you look over and you see um, Camellia, which is uh, uh, Nika's eldest sister, um, who doesn't, like, because Nika is adopted, Amelia does not have any resemblance to her sister, um, so Balthazar and definitely freaking Crix would have no idea, Crix doesn't even know who this person is, um, but they, uh, you I barely in. understand what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you all file in, um, and, and he welcomes you, and he, <laughs> Ems just kind of lo looks like he, He's smiling at, at you, and as Balthazar walks in, he he smiles at Balthazar, and then at Alenia, and then he kind of 
furrows a brow at Alenius Fox as it it's riding oh, on his yeah. shoulder. <laughs> we got and the then, new and then Crix walks in <laughs> and he's, you know, eye to eye with Eams and Eams is just smiling because he's like, Oh, it's another it's another gnome and then he catches uh, his eye and he's uh, And the, the melon grind goes <laughs> <laughs> And then after that there's a little rat with a ch- <laughs> Chewinga on top <coughs> bounds in and he looks down and <laughs> he just closes the door. Mappa, you're gonna have to tell me, introduce me to your friends. Of course, yes, I was waiting. Maybe you guys should introduce yourselves. Hello, is... I'm Balthazar. Uh, B- Balthazar, nice to meet you. Yes. My, I am Eams. Um, ah, yes. I am uh, Eams. <laughs> yes, I assume you know who I am. Yes, yes, okay, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And this is my wife, and he gestures to the to the woman stand, uh, Hello. in the room. Uh, this is my wife, Amelia. She's like, um, hi. I wasn't expecting guests. <laughs> we're, we're very sorry yeah. to intrude, but uh, we have not been able to find uh, other lodgings for the evening. Truly, we're, we're trying to do some research for the sake of ten towns, and we've, we've come across this town, and I guess we weren't aware of how dire the situation was here as well. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, it's, it's not, not particularly great. I mean, out of ale. As <laughs> you heard, I mean, I'm not out of chowder. Did you though. bring any from home? Nope. Did not. Uh, did not think about that before Damn, coming. Yeah. Did, um, did you not get my letters? Oh. You know, all the ones asking for you to bring mead and ale and. Ooh. Uh. Crick's walks by and he hands, he hands um. Eam. Eams. Eams. Okay. Hands Eams. A small glass flask full of full of an alcoholic liquid. Uh, he, he kind of leans over to to Bartok. Should I drink this? Yes. He uncorks it. Oh. Whoa! Yeah, it burns. Bad. <laughs> what? Oh! <laughs> Just handed him like pure <laughs> gasoline. <laughs> um. Oh. Um. Your your little friend. Mm. Welcome. Thank, mm, thank you. His name is Crix. Oh, uh, Crix. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. But what? What? So? What? Um. What? What brings you to town? Well, do you see that rat? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, no. Where is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the little man writing it? That may that little man may be part of the key to lifting the curse that's been placed upon all of us. Oh. We were sent we were sent out by a researcher to find that little creature. Um, sending your sights high again, huh, Mappa? Always. Rude. Alright. Um But we um we we have run into a and I apologize, Amelia, for entering into your room, into your home. She kind of puts her hand out. She's like, it's, it's fine, that's fine. I mean, um, I don't really have, I mean, we don't, I, I, I hate to be rude, but, I mean, this is not a big cottage, and you have an awful lot of guests. <laughs> is there, um... Is like, uh, yeah, Mappa, like, um, how long are you going to be staying? Is there anywhere else in town that you think we may be able to stay? He kind of tilted his head. Not, 
Not really. I mean, no, the, the inn closed uh, some months ago. Well, we have found what we or were looking almost for. Almost a year ago. <laughs> wow. A few weeks. Yeah, it's been a, it's a week, a day, is, you know. Is there, is, is there a pretty kind of like substantial, like, <laughs> sill to, like, um, like, one of the windows? Like, it's got an alcove where things can sit in it? Yeah, yeah, there is. Crooks is up in there already. Okay. Kind and then of, the, uh, the, uh, kind the of rat, resting. the rat has moved over there, and the Chewinga has dismounted and is now, like, sitting on top of Crooks, like, like, cross-legged and just... Precious. I I, ha I hand him a few rocks out of my pocket. One of them is shiny. It it takes the two rocks, starts clacking them together. Clack 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 clack. Look, as long as they're occupied and it doesn't run away on us. Um. Williams is like I mean so well, we've already found what we needed. We just need somewhere for the night. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's. I mean, you can spread out your bedrolls or something in here, and, uh... Of course, whatever's the least imposing for you. Uh, it's no imposition, but it's fine, it's fine. Thank you, It kind of gives them this love. They have a We're going to talk you about this later. Like <laughs> <laughs> you can just sleep in the car. No, I've got the... I've, <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got the seven-seater horse in the garage. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the seven-seater horse? <laughs> There's a lot of legs. That's a big horse! <laughs> or, or one with a lot of back problems. <laughs> it just, it, it's level. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking cat dog up in there. <laughs> um, Why does your horse look like the letter U? <laughs> <laughs> but no, um... Yeah, that, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Um, have you... Eat and he looks over to, to Amelia and she's like, <laughs> We're fine. It's like, We've already. We're had... fine. We're fine. Okay. We're fine. We just need lodging. Okay. Okay. That, that's good. Um, make yourselves at home. <laughs> and he, he walks over to you and puts his arm around your waist and he gives you a hug. It, it's good to see you, Papa. It is. I'm sorry how's, it's under how, how How is the family? How is Fam everybody else? The family? With their other names? They're all great. Their <laughs> <laughs> other names and personalities that I'm related to in various ways. The baby acting characteristically normal. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, now I'm worried. He was out chopping wood again, wasn't he? <laughs> So yes. Out chopping wood again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He just got home from long day at the office. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, we'll boss go or baby. Um. So yeah, you guys settle in to rest for the evening. Well, um. Is there anything specific you guys wanted to do? I'm gonna ask my child if they need help with anything around the house. Make sure the chewinga doesn't wander off or disappear or yes. eat the cat or anything. Uh, Crix is going to read it a story from his from his spell book. <laughs> reading of its spell. <laughs> it's like a pop up spell book. It is... Oh my god, a pop up spell book is amazing. <laughs> a little bit. Well, you guys look, and it's, Crix it's... opens it up, and you see these bright, colorful lettering uh -huh. in various colors. It's also it it's like... also wrapped in like a brown paper bag, like like for school. <laughs> it's like when you needed a book cover, but yeah, you didn't want to actually spend the money yeah. to buy a book cover. Mm -hmm. 
Nice. As all this like S's yep. on it, the <laughs> the juicy S. <laughs> yep. The chewinga is sitting there, crisscross applesauce, and just, just completely engaged in in Crix's, uh spells storybook. <laughs> oh, good. Maybe this will be easier than I thought. By the way, alarm has been put on the house. <laughs> As I'm reading the spell book. Alrighty. Yeah, you you help the uh, you help the now grateful Amelia and uh, EMs with chores around the house. Bartok is um, watching <laughs> with with mild curiosity as Crix is keeping this Chewinga entertained. Um, Elenia and Aldair the fox have uh, settled next to the fire and are warming themselves. Um, Does my family know anything else about what's happening with the speaker, detail wise? Um, so as you're you're kind of helping around, you you kind of bring that up to him. Eames um, is like, um, yeah, uh, Seaver hasn't been seen in in two months. Uh, he's been, I guess he's he's fallen ill. Is what is what his um, his retinue says. But yes, um, I don't know. Rumor rumor has it around town that that's not necessarily the case. And nobody's seen hide nor hair of him. Well, so we think that, you know that there's. There's something going on at the castle, but... And no one's been in there? Um, I mean, nobody other than his servants and his people. Mm-hmm. Well, they've come and gone a little bit, but... Just curious. Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird situation up there. Um, Did anything happen before he fell ill? You seem to think, um... I mean, nothing too out of the ordinary for these unordinary times. Of course. Alrighty. You guys get another long rest. Hooray! So you guys get up nice and early in the morning. Um, when you wake up, the rat is still there, I believe. It's 24 hours, right? No, it's just until dawn. Oh, okay. The rat is gone. Yep. Is the Twinga still there? You do not see it. Fuck! Oh, wait. Weren't we going to take shifts? We were, but then we probably forgot. <laughs> you guys, You guys could have taken shifts. When did um, the Chewinga disappear? Yeah. Is the Chewinga cooking everybody, breakfast? Everybody, okay, um... <laughs> Giant griddle. <coughs> I really hope it's Everybody give me a perception oh. check. Well, that's not crap. 23. That was crap. 7. 17. 23. Um... I see everything. Bartok, you took the last watch, so to speak, uh, considering, you know, you just, re- you transed for... <laughs> <laughs> that came out wrong. Go on. You both heard two different things. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, 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 no, I, 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 got, I got it. I went, I went with the uh, PG yeah. one. Whatever. Anyway, um, but uh, anyway, you uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> tranced, tranced for um. <laughs> Sorry, Dude. I'm making assumptions about your character. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So you transfer uh, your four hours, uh, and you take that final watch, and you're watching, you, you know, you see the Chewinga, it doesn't seem to sleep, it's more of just, like, exploring the house while everybody else is asleep. I want to explore the house with it. What? Can I explore the house with oh, it? Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, you're, you're, you're kind of walking around, and it is just bond? still enraptured with you. I want to, um, can I learn more about it? I mean... It hands you a guidebook. <laughs> Like fingers for dummies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not really anything you more you can learn. 
that you don't already know. But um, but yeah, as you're you're following it around, you uh, you literally like it. It's walking around and exploring stuff and looking through. Like it opens up cupboards and starts you know, rifling through the like silverware and stuff. And it it plays around. You can see like uh, you know what? I, I will tell you this. I will give you this. Um, give me an investigation check. Or not even an investigation. Um, insight. Should I read? Oh. No. Twenty-one. I feel so good today. Jeez, you're rolling. I yeah, know. Hotcakes. Like dynamite. I know. I'm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you you're watching this thing, and you get the distinct impression that these things are obviously very curious. They're they're not even so much mischievous pranksters as they are so much fascinated by culture. Like like humanoid culture, these things are just absolutely curious. Um, watching this thing, you're, you you get that distinct impression. They're just more curious than they are anything else. And these pranks that they pull are just them harmlessly exploring and learning about the world that is not that is around them. Cool. And they find nearly everything fascinating. Oh. And then you blink and it's gone. Oh no. I sparkle in the air. Buddy, come back. Nothing. Oh, no. I wake them up. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, you wake them up. Yeah. It's like six yeah. in the morning. Okay. It's gone. <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable. I don't... I think... <laughs> I think Crix is okay. Yeah. Did... Did we lose the Chewinga? It just dis... It just... It disappeared in an instant. I sparkled at nothing. Nothing. Ugh. I don't know what to do. <laughs> we should, I mean, we can go back to the hut, oh, okay. that old woman's hut. But All right. let's go back to where we found the other one. Should we just go now? It's morning, right? Yeah. Then yes, yeah. we shall. Yeah. I'll leave a note. Goodbye, Bartok yeah. family. <laughs> We're leaving now. <laughs> All right, you leave a note. So 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 you just go to the door. Bartok opens it up, and immediately a snowball. Poof. Right in the face. Oh, oh, oh he's no. outside. And you guys see it standing outside, balling up another snowball. <laughs> oh, you little scamp! Throws the snowball at Bart. I catch off his arm. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Why that take, one? Take nine piercing. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> full of knives. <laughs> uh, Fourteen. Uh, yeah, you you reach up and catch it, and just kind of turns to powder in your in your hand. Gotcha. It jumps up and down and starts clapping and then starts balling up another one and throws oh. it at you. <laughs> I catch it again. It's a perfect creature. <laughs> I'm just going to start batting him out of the air with my hand axe. Pap! Pap! You do that once, it r- r- jumps up, immediately runs over to like a tree, picks up a twig, and then starts swinging uh. in the air like it was like acting like you. Oh no, I'm teaching them horrible things. <laughs> I've taught these pure creatures violence! It scoops oh. up another tiny tote snowball, tosses it in the air, and then flap! Hits it with the stick. I've ruined it. Yeah, yeah. You gotta treat it like a toddler, I think. I'm gonna It'll teach mimic it everything. And now I found it this Real toddler good. a gun. <laughs> Alright. Um, well, we need to make preparations to head back to, uh, to Goodmead now. Y- yes. With our, with our little friend. I'm gonna give it uh, another trick. Okay. And yeah, as soon as you pull that bag out, it starts bounding up and down yeah, really yeah, excitedly yeah. and holding out its hands. I, I give it to it. Give me hands. And as soon as it 
Like you barely even get a chance. Uh oh, you barely get a chance to let go of the ball as it throws uh -huh. it as far as it can, lands a few feet away, oh, yeah. and. <laughs> I rolled a d10 instead of a d8, so nothing. Oh. I, I rolled a nine, and I was like, "That's an elk." <laughs> but no. Oh, but an elk. An elk no, elk. I rolled an ink. That's an elk. And a giant fucking elk just poof. <laughs> it knocks the chewing like the disturbance of the snow, like the displacement of the snow and air, just kind of knocks the chewing on its ass. It tumbles backwards, springs oh, to its feet, and then starts dancing up and down. Jesus! I'm gonna pick it up and put it on the elk's antler. Okay, yeah, it, it starts swinging around on the antler. All right. Well, now we can travel at at, at speed. I don't think we, can we. I don't think four of us can ride on an, a well on a giant elk. I mean. Uh, that's it's close. It's close. Like because tiny he, creature. He's small. Yeah, small. And then three mediums. Hmm. What's the three mediums and a and a fox? Well, the <laughs> fox can fly. Oh well. It's the carrying capacity of a giant elk. <laughs> it's pretty big. It is a huge beast. It's not a huge. Large. Yeah, it's huge. Oh it can man, carry all of you. that thing's so fucking big. It can carry all of you. That thing's so it's fucking amazing. big. That's a fifteen by fifty wall of flesh. It, it, it is. Oh. Like like we can all we can all sit comfortably on this thing. Okay. So if we all ride the giant elk, how long is it going to take us to get back to Goodmead? It cuts the eight-hour journey into a four-hour journey. Nice. Wow. Well, all the way to Goodmead? Yeah. Well, okay. To be fair, good. It's. Um, it's nine hours to East Haven and only eight hours to Goodmead. So, oh, yeah. it's okay. It's, so, I mean, but I mean, yeah, it, it's a distance, but I mean, yeah, it cuts it by half. Damn. Oh, ah, oh, yeah. the maps work. <laughs> I don't, I've never seen it. Yeah. So we're going from there to there. All right. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's it's shorter to Goodmead than it is to East Haven. Mm -hmm. Cool. Do we so need you guys? Do we want to? Fill up oil for the lamp in case Let's we lose get it. Get oil. Stop at a gas station. <laughs> yeah. You gotta fill up the elk. You gotta fill up the oil can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. don't, don't don't be sticking anything in that elk, please. I mean, we we're not necessarily gonna need the lamp for finding stuff. finding purposes now. Yeah. In case we lose it. But yeah, in case we lose it, and also you know, doesn't Light? hurt to have a lamp around. Right. What, did the, did the researcher want the lamp back? She did not specify. Okay, cool, Tarzan. <laughs> All the jungle, yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> so let it be written. So let it be done. Yeah, yeah. I'll buy a, a couple flasks of oil before we go. Yeah, um, you were able to. There's a general store that you're able to buy the the oil at. We'll use our rations of chowder on our way. Yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> like, screw off the top of my water <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's gross as fuck. It's, it's horrifying, but it's keeping me going. This hey, guy's economy is just pure barter. Chowder. <laughs> survival in the wilderness. Yeah, yeah. Adventurers, hardy folk. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're in the right setting. This we're in the right setting. Yeah. So far, this is like the biggest horror survival theme. This day old chowder. Day old chowder from a water scene. <laughs> it somehow tastes better. <laughs> at, oh, least, at least the aftertaste doesn't linger quite as long. Yeah, drop some salt in there and just sugar, 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 sugar. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you guys make your way back to get mead, and you arrive there shortly after ten o'clock in the morning. 
Damn. Yeah. I love you, giant elk. <laughs> I think what I need to do is every morning just hurl all three of these until we get a giant elk, and then we can ride it. It's not a bad idea. I mean, that is a strategy. <laughs> We're either going to get a giant elk or something that can help us fight. Or three rat. Or three, three giant elk. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This may have been a ridiculously broken thing to give us this early. <laughs> we could be the cavalry. That could be our That Yeah, that could be our adventuring group. The cavalry. <laughs> we just come riding in on something the size the of a semi-truck. <laughs> the three tricks. Yeah. Well, when you come four of you. Yes. You, it be, oh, oh. Hmm. <laughs> So you guys remember that she said that, uh, Danica said that she would be at the local tavern each evening? Okay. So we have a, a day to kill. Mm -hmm. I'm poor. Can I toil away for some money in some way? Does that, do any of my neighbors need help? I'll put up a babysitting ad. <laughs> you you would know in good meat that there's not really any odd jobs or anything to do. Most people mm -hmm. have been keeping to themselves, especially in these times. Okay, um, yeah, that makes sense. But when you're asking around, while you're asking around, uh, and the Chewinga is following you everywhere, astride a giant elk, <laughs> you're getting looks. <laughs> but um, you do, um, you approach, you, okay, as a reminder, you remember that Goodmead um, recently had a bit of a spot of trouble in that uh, a Verbi had emerged from the forest at this point, like, a week, uh, seven days ago, stole three casks of mead that were being loaded for transport to Bryn Chander. The town speaker tried to stop it, but was mer was killed in the process. So the town is without a speaker, and the town had um, organized uh, five members of the militia to go after the uh, the verbi. Um, and as you're asking around, uh, you get general word from the populace, in fact, probably your family, that the militia never returned. Oh, that's not good. That's very and not good. And the town is currently looking to elect a new town speaker. We better put up signs. What, you want to be town speaker? No. <laughs> All right, well, then it's going to have to be Cricks. Yep. No, I, I trust Cricks. <laughs> yeah. Vote Cricks. <laughs> yeah, vote Cricks. He said 15 words to me. <laughs> it has been three days. <laughs> He seems okay. <laughs> trustworthy? A trustworthy humanoid-looking nose? <laughs> it's true. It's totally, to Ryan. totally real nose. <laughs> <laughs> the picture is just awful. Uh, you have, like, human face on with, like, terrible, face, terrible... Like, to <laughs> totally not racist human face. <laughs> oh, it's like every goblin stereotype of a human at once. Yeah, oh, it's man. totally creepy. Huge eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> he just takes a paper plate and draws his face on it. Cricks, totally human. Electable. <laughs> Definitely. A man? <laughs> but through, through your talks around town, you learned that two people are both running to become the new speaker. Who are they? One of them is... A man you're not entirely familiar with, named 
Shander Froth. Um, and the other one, who you are familiar with, her name is Olivessa Untapur, um, who makes casks for the mead. You've met her. She's a very nice woman. Um, she is descendant directly from the Choltians that uh, that had founded Goodmead. Oh, wow. So you know that she Jeez. she has been, you know, her, her and her family have been here for generations, but you're not familiar the with the Shander guy. The but uh, Olivessa <laughs> is, a, is a good person, you, as far as you know. You don't know her too well, but... You know, you, you know of her at least. Shander, you don't. Um, but those two are the ones who are being, uh, who are being, uh, kind of running for speaking, Newtown speaking. Yeah. Okay. I'm guessing she's. Has anyone talked about forming a new militia or? Well, it wasn't the plan? entire militia. Okay. Um, or just the. It was one fourth of the militia. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> it was only 25% of everyone yeah. in the militia Good died. Good can muster well. up to 20 soldiers for, uh, oh, and two two veterans. The militia can form up to 22 people of the population of 100. Five of them went after the casks, and none of them returned. That's a significant hit to the population here. Yeah. Not, not great. I suppose we should probably look into that. We've had a yeah. 7% decrease in population over the past week. Your family's going to have to get to work. <laughs> we have been. <laughs> but you it, left. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The speaker died and five more people died. That is 7%. Yeah, okay, but Nika came back. That's I know, no, it was going to be an 8%. But, you know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're living in a town where you are a 1%. <laughs> wow. This will never happen in real life to me. <laughs> Everyone is the one percent. Yeah, this is fantasy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you have no money. What the hell? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's all credit. you had a silver. <laughs> it's all clout and credit score. <laughs> <laughs> and being related to most of the town. <laughs> Nepotism. That's right. Yeah, 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 that works. But not related to most of the town in the same way that uh, Dugan's Hall is. is. Yes, because that's that's icky. <laughs> we can only aim. Anyhow. Did, have they, has anyone spoken of follow-up plans since militia disappeared? No, no. no they, they, still more they don't see... Um, general word is that uh, they are reluctant to send more. <laughs> of course. But they need that mead back. Yeah. Because that is literally Goodhaven's only means of mm-hmm. produce. Like, Well, I, uh, I suppose it's going to fall upon us then to go uh, get the mead and find out what happened to the militia, retrieve their bodies if we can. Indeed. Craig uh, snods and he and he swings his empty flask. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're we're getting more, buddy. <laughs> Hopefully, a little bit. Why are all goblins alcoholics? Whoa! <laughs> step step <laughs> back yeah, and like, check yourself. <laughs> like Craig like, scowls right at you, <laughs> like, and just shakes his head slowly. <laughs> I, unless anyone has other ideas, I think I'd like to go talk to Chandra, you said, was the community leader that I knew that was being elected, potentially elected. Oh, yeah, um, no, Olivessa. Uh, Olivessa, sorry. Um, then we get Chandra. And so many fantasy-ass names are you expected to remember? <laughs> I can't remember my own name. <laughs> I just remember that you share the name with the bat from, uh... From uh, Fern Gully. Not, not from... No. From... Uh, yeah. Isn't it? 
Oh, Bartok from Anastasia. Anastasia, that's right, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've never watched that. Yeah, the bat's name is Bartok. I think it's actually spelled differently, though. It's spelled differently. Yeah. I didn't know Bartok. Bartok. like being a Bartok, the composer. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Well, that's kind of what... Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That was the play we did. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Uh -huh. Romanian traditional folk. Uh-huh. Um, I'd like to go talk to her and okay. see if... I don't know. So, like I said, you know that uh, Olivesa has deep roots in good mead, and her family lived uh, has lived there since the town's founding. Mm -hmm. uh, but you also know, and or at least learn, that she's quite reserved and doesn't have any family of her own. Uh, she lives alone in a house closest to the Shrine of the Flaming Sword, okay. which is where the previous speaker's body is being currently kept. Okay. Um, but through the time, you learn that Shander has lived in good mead for a few years and is popular among the town's loggers. Uh, he can be a bully and a blowhard, but th there's nothing he wouldn't do for his friends. Uh, you know that he lives with five other loggers in a small house on the west side of town. So, um, yes. Yeah, you, you make your way to the uh, to her home next to the shrine. Um, you know, you, you knock on the door, and she, she opens it. A um, middle-aged woman um, wearing a thick wool scarf and, uh, uh, you know, just kind of a... Long brown hair, the beginnings of wrinkles forming on her features, um, mostly from probably from the cold, the bitter cold these last couple of years. Um, and she she uh, blinks a couple times and she goes, um, "Can I help you?" Hey, Alavessa, I just came back to town. Do you remember oh, me? Um, um, Bartok, right? Bartok, yes, yes, we we've spoken a few times. Uh, yes, uh, forgive me, I do remember that. Yes. Yes. What yeah. can I help you with? Well, um, just getting back to town, I heard about what happened with the militia. I also heard that you are running for speaker, yes? Um, uh, yes. I mean, yes. I, uh, would, you, would you come in? Yes, of okay. course, of course. Uh, did you go alone? Did anybody accompany them? I wouldn't have gone. Okay. This is, this is okay. I'm going to stick one. with the muscle. Okay. Um, I, I don't. I don't, I, I don't think the the potential speaker would would benefit from having a goblin wander into her Fair home. But, uh, <laughs> she, she, walks, she brings you in. That's a bit of a scandal. Uh, can I interest you in a, a cup of a, a coffee or a, a tea? Or I'll take water. Or, or Thank water. you. Or, yeah, absolutely. Um, I heard a uh, rumor that you had uh, you left town um, a few days ago. Indeed. Um, you said you're back uh, with a. Uh, what brought you out? What took you away from Goodman? Indeed. Did you see that stranger at the uh, the tavern recently every evening? Um, yes. That um, that uh, that quirky young lady, uh, Danica. Danica. Indeed. Indeed. So. That name. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember nice her. Say. Yes, she's been talking about uh, the the the, uh, the stories that she wants. Yes. We found one. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. We found one. That's interesting. Um, we thought so too. Well, she will. Yeah, she get it. Gain his power. Well, that young woman would be most pleased to hear that. I'm sure. Indeed, hopefully it does help. But um, I, I, I've come to you today because this being my my hometown, and seeing as we are this this town is in dire situation, I was wondering if. Well, you know, if, if there's anything we may do to help us. Since the militia sent out and no one came back, 
Has anyone has anyone stepped forth to maybe follow through uh, from the rest no, of the mission? No, I'm afraid not. Uh, the, the town seems to be kind of well. I mean, you know, we're we're lost without. Uh, yes. Um, Cranach, um, not Cranach, that's the other guy's name. <laughs> that name, we're lost. yes. All what's his face. We lost without Kendrick. Um, and I, I, I fear that uh, they're, they're withholding time to get him elected the new speaker. Mm. And, and I don't suppose you've heard since you've been out of town, but they, they actually, uh, I've been urged to uh, run against the, the man named Shander Froth. Yes, uh, I've heard a little bit about him. I don't believe I've ever met him. I, I don't know him all that well either, but um, some of my friends don't want him to become our new town speaker, uh, perhaps because he's so new, or uh, I, I, I don't know, I don't like listening to rumors, but um, I, I've been urged to run against him, and I'm not terribly enthusiastic about the idea. Well, good goodness, are there rumors about him already? Well, I mean, small town rumors, you know how rumors are. You, That's true. They, they go, I mean, I knew that you'd left town. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Didn't know <laughs> about the, the Chewingas, but, um, but I mean, you know, there's rumors that he leaves, he leaves good need uh, every so often, and mm. just, you know, he's, he's very popular with the loggers, and, I mean, well, that's, that's well and good, um, I don't know, he, he doesn't seem like good leadership material, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, you do. Is that so? Um, I mean, you, you, have, a, you have a family here, and mm-hmm. you've been here for quite some time. I mean, and your, your family, is just they're just wonderful. They've been great to me and, and to my own, and... Um, oh, that's wonderful. And they speak highly of you, and... Would you, perchance, be interested in running in my stead? <laughs> Will you give me a night to think about that? Uh, well, of course, of course. I mean, Get out of the elk and run! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yes, uh, it's going to take them. For a reason. It's take the town a little bit of time to. to well, well before, before you brought the idea up to anybody else, because we are in a small town, I wouldn't want there to be misinformation. Of course. And I'd rather find out what happens with this, um, or excuse me, I'd rather look into what this researcher needs that we, we've been helping before I, I take that sort of responsibility. Well, that, of course, you have your obligations, but... Of course. It would, it would take an awful lot off of my shoulders, and I would very greatly appreciate it. I will think about it. Please bail me out. Thank <laughs> you, Bartok. You, you're, you're too kind. Um, uh, is there anything else that I can help you with today? I do have somewhat of a favor. My, I went traveling with some uh, new friends this time where I've left, this last time I left town. Um, and well, we, we, we've traveled to, oh my god, what's the name of this town? East Haven. We and traveled to East, East Haven, Haven and Cairdenaval. Uh, yeah, and within East Haven, we were, they, they had a few issues come up while we were there and we were able to solve them. And now that I have oh, these... That's wonderful news. Very much so. And now that I have these new friends traveling with me for the sake of this research, I was thinking I we, we may have a little bit more influence to solve this town's problems. And so... Well, but despite that, 
I, I do wonder if any from the town be willing to venture out with us for the sake of safety in numbers she, to retrieve the cask. I, I, I'm, I, I'm terribly sorry. I don't really know. You would have to speak with maybe some of the members of the militia, but yeah. right now I think I fear that we're a little lean on in the hands. The, the soldiers that went out and did not return was relatively large blow against our our forces. Of course. Well, I mean, it, it, well, the loss of the, the maid is, is quite dreadful, and it, it will take time to recover. We will, the, the mead will flow, you know? True. We will get more. Yes. The, the ten towns will have to suffer just a little bit longer. And I guess in this, in this cursed winter, uh, what is a little bit more suffering in the grand scheme of things? Have we not already survived? Right. Exactly. All right. Well, I will come back to you tomorrow, too. I look forward to hearing your answer. Yes. Yeah. Stay warm. As you. Right. Out I go. Cool. What are the rest of you guys doing? Just hanging out with the Chewinga? And the elf, yes. And the elf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. He's a cool dude. So it is almost noon by the time Bartok is finished. They're uh, talking around town, and, and they're, uh, they're meeting with... Um, Olivessa. Hmm. What are you guys doing? Um. <clears throat> so how did your meeting go? Uh, I may be a speaker one day. Like, one day soon, or? One day soon, perhaps. Uh, oh. Yes, yes. Turns out he, she, Alyssa. Alavessa is a sheep. Alavessa. <laughs> that, that fine humanoid that I met with um, does not want to be speaker. Asked me if I would like that. Well, what are your opinions on the matter? I don't know yet. I'm more for action than leadership. Ah. Also, I, I don't know. Do you need a leader to solve a problem like this? It seems you just go out and find... I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, that's your decision to make. I... Will not try to influence you one way or the other. <laughs> Thank you. Kin of Do Erden be chieftain? Kind of, yes. 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 Hmm. Power, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Crix likes this. What would Crix do? Gain knowledge. And he holds up his, his book. That's a good okay, that's a good goal. Kill enemies. It's okay. Quicks has you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bear, big bear hug. <laughs> At least for next three days. <laughs> <laughs> then we starve. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay, everyone. I've still got some chowder in my bag here. <laughs> okay. It's not even solid yet. No. <laughs> It's, it's still it's still mostly liquid. <laughs> so you guys are just gonna wait until dusk or until evening to to meet with Danica, or is there something else you guys would like to do? I'll go visit other name, that speaker. <laughs> <laughs> other name, Chander, Chander Froth, Chander Frow, Chander Frost, yes. Senor Frothy. <laughs> it's fresh. It's frosty. His goals are very lofty. 
Alright, well, yeah, you, um... <laughs> Slogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, billboards outside. <laughs> There's one billboard in town. Yeah, well, that one, you know, that one billboard. So you on the way into town. You make your way to the, the house that you, you learned that he lives uh, with these other loggers, and knock on the door, and pretty soon the, uh, it opens up, and, um... A, uh, a, a rather um, strong-armed human opens the, opens it and looks down at you. Or yeah, because you're not super tall. Um, but he uh, looks to you and he goes, uh, "Yeah." Greetings, greetings. My name is Bartok. I'm one of your neighbors in town. Oh. I uh, I just <laughs> sorry sorry to bother you, but I heard that uh, you're running for speaker. No, that's not me. Oh wait. You're wanting to talk to you're wanting to talk to to, to Shander. Oh, right. my my apologies. Yeah, let me let me get him up. Hey, Froth! Pretty soon, uh, you hear a thump, 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 and a, uh, a a dwarf, open like steps up next to him, and he goes, uh, "Yeah, what 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 do we what?" Oh, I extend my hand out for a handshake. My name is Bartok. Oh uh, yeah, he kind of tenderly takes it. Like, all right, hi. I I'm one of your neighbors, and I heard that you're running for speaker. Oh yeah, you're in that that other that that house with the other um people. Yeah, you know. You know the, 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 those the, other names. I, I saw know your, those names. Yeah. <laughs> I saw your I saw your baby out. He's he's gonna be a strong logger. Here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I believe you. He he a bear. Yeah. I owe I owe him a week's worth of pay. <laughs> That kid drank me under the table. I believe it. I wouldn't want to pick a fight with that kid. God, no, you must be so proud. He's mm, giving me a few black eyes. I'm very proud. <laughs> Good so the guy, he looked right at the guy next to him. He gives me the willies. So, uh, um, so Bartek, Barufa. Sorry, where can what what can I do for you? Are you here to to exchange your support? Uh, potentially. Okay. So I just came back and um, uh, I've lived here for a, co- a few decades, so I'm some of fam- I'm familiar with the community, you know. Uh, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Um, well, and, hey, look, listen. Yes. I know I'm I'm relatively new in that regard, and I know that I've heard some of the rumors circulating, but just... I assure you, I will do everything I can to make this town the best it can be. It's no it's no problem on me that you're new. I everyone is like that eventually. I'm sure you will fit in here. As you, as, I don't know, the years go on. The, 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 Very welcoming. The man next to him is just puts his hand on his shoulder and he's just like, um, he's fit in here quite well as it is. I believe you. Yeah, you have plenty of friends around here. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to boast, but, I mean, yeah, I've got a few people that I would, uh, lay down, lay down the sword for, you know. Of course. So. Well, on that note, me and a group of my friends are um, deliberating on going out to find that cask of mead and find oh, the men that were that the would bodies be fantastic. that were lost. Yes, that would be great. And I wanted to... I, I, I've gone to the other individual, Alavesa, that's currently running for speaker, and I'm coming oh, to you now to yeah. ask both of you okay. if either of you'd be interested in coming with us or have anyone, your friends, your close ones, um, or connection... Or, I mean, he kind of looks over his shoulder, and you can see a few other people milling around in the in the uh, in the lodge that he's in, um, you know, getting ready to eat lunch. And, and he's like, um, not not right now, obviously. But I figured the people running for speaker yeah. might have an interest in. Give me persuasion. Yeah, yeah. P- yes. PR opportunity here, man. Yes. No. 
Well, it's not open that it's one. Not that one. <laughs> it could be worse. So you don't open your mouth and a bunch of gnats fly out. <laughs> right? Vomiting sticks. So he, uh, uh, you, you, you tell him that, and he goes, um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, uh, uh, yes. Bartok, um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll ask around at the lodge, the, some of the other loggers, and see if anybody would be interested in, in going with you. Yes, and, we uh, have experienced fighters with us. We... Okay, yes, yes, yes. I'll, I'll ask around, and I will send them your way, uh, if any interested parties would like to join you. Um, under one condition. Yes. You inform any anybody that asking that um, that I have officially sponsored you in this regard. Hmm. I'll have to think about that. Uh, how? I. Okay. Well, since I just got back into town, I don't want to become politically involved in something I don't understand yet. Nothing against you. Well, I mean, it's. I, I guess that's fair, but I mean, if you want me to. To ask around and see if somebody could help you out with this, um, you know, and, and go in after the, the mead, which is a great cause, by the way, a fantastic cause. The mead must flow. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I mean, if I'm going to be you know, asking around, I need to know, <laughs> and the people need to know that I have done my part. Okay, then. Do you understand me? I, I truly do, So, yes. okay, uh, you let me know, and I will then start asking around. Okay. All right. All right. It was, it was good meeting you, Bartok. You as well. Would it be alright if I came back before my, at some point before my party leaves? Yeah, when are you planning on leaving? I'm not sure yet. Okay. Uh, I may well, visit I mean, you yes, tomorrow. Please, please do, please do. Yes. I would love to hear back from you before you leave. That's the question, but yeah. Yeah, that, that, I got you. It's okay. Alright. Alright. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Stay uh, warm. And you. And you. And he closes the Man. That dwarf is one good politician. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to endorse myself, I think. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. You've made up your mind on that one, huh? Are we going to go get some <laughs> barrel mead back and say I'm running for speaker yes. and then... <laughs> yes. By the way, he that Harry... He vice president. <laughs> By the way, that Harry Sack over there tried to get credit for this without doing anything. <laughs> He's lazy. He likes having friends. He likes having friends. He likes having friends in high places. Alright. He's gonna miss out on this one. Oh! And then you finger So it is just before noon. I have sunglasses. Up. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go spend time with my family. Come spend time with me and my family. Watch your, watch, watch their freakishly strong 10 month old. Would you like to arm wrestle my baby? <laughs> sure. Chris spent hours doing this. Chris values his life. I will arm wrestle the baby. Alright. Um, a few hours go by, the sun begins to set, and we find you guys return to the. Is the Chewinka still around? Yes. Okay. Alright. You guys make it to the tavern. Um. And you you spot Danica sitting there and just kind of warmly uh, you know cozying up next to near the fire at a table near the fire. She's got a mug. Um, now that you uh, she's not covered in heavy furs and um, you know coats and things, uh, you see that she is a half elf. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody had asked I think somebody had asked me what her race was when you first met. And you right. could determine, but um, and she's sitting there. She's kind of a mousy appearance. Um, a, a very charming, ever-persistent smile on her face. Just a small, just 
know, I'm just kind of enjoying things. Pleasant yeah, very grin. pleasant grin. And you walk in, and she sees you guys, and she smiles even wider, and, and then she sees the Chewinga, and Is her still eyes... Is using the elk like a gumball jump? Um, Does the elk walk in? No, the elk can't. <laughs> the elk is the size of the building. Yeah. <laughs> but her eyes widen, and she rushes over to it, and she crouches down, and she goes, oh, one, oh, I, I oh. wish I was shocked as anybody, but yes, we, we found three of them, and this little fellow seemed uh, am, amenable to uh, come with us. Oh, it's so good. It's so perfect. And, the, and you can see it, it starts mimicking what she's doing. <gasps> yes, it, it does that. It likes to uh, to mimic people. It's it's very um, curious. Oh, this is this is wonderful. You, mm, you, you have no idea. Oh. Yes, and, and she holds out her hand and like lets it climb up. It climbs up into her open over her open palms, and she holds it up and she wrinkles her nose at it and she starts playing with it almost like you guys did, and it definitely reciprocates. Um, and she she plops down on the chair that uh, on her chair and sets it down, and it starts playing around on the table, and she brings out some of the cutlery and hands it to it, and you know she's she's clearly bonding with this almost immediately. Um, you guys are just kind of standing there for a bit, and she looks over to you, and she's, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm frightfully sorry, um, here, 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 the promised reward, and she pulls out of her bag, um, a little coin pouch, and she sets it on the counter, and she goes, and, and the thing, like, you watch as the Chewinga walks over and opens up the bag and reaches in and pulls out a gold coin, and then it, it kind of dances and twirls around it, and she goes, and then she it puts it back in the bag, zips it up, and then moves it as if, you know, mimicking her. And she's like, this is incredible. And she pulls out another sack of coins. She goes, here, here, extra. This is just fantastic. And, and keep the lantern. Keep the lantern. All right. this is, oh, thank goodness. Oh, this is incredible. <laughs> we need light. Light and warmth. Thank you. Thank you, brave adventurers. You were... Oh, this is so good. This is yeah. going to do amazing things for my research and... and and I hope that I can maybe take steps in ending this eternal winter. You may have saved Icewind Dale. Just out of uh, curiosity, how are the Chewinga going to uh, assist in in stopping the Rhine? Uh, well, I, I don't know entirely, per se. It's just, you know, this th these things, they're elementals. They, they can have limited control over the weather. Um, we're, I'm going to study it. I'm going to interact with it. And... She kind of pokes it in the belly, and it, it mimes giggling. She's, oh and, and I'm going to, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to learn everything I can, and and hopefully figure out maybe a way that it, it could help. Hmm. All right. Is there anything else you need for your research? Yeah. Is there no, anything else you can no, you, You've done more than enough. This is this is absolutely perfect. Thank you. Like, okay. Are you going to stay in this town? Or no, no. I, I do plan on heading out, but. Um, I mean, I'll be here through the night and then maybe through the week, but um, but I, I do plan on returning home to conduct more research and, and learning what I can. Oh, yes, well, if you ever know, if you ever do need help, you know where we hail from. Uh, from the, 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 the great town of Goodmead, of course, of course. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, and she shakes your hand very vigorously. The, I shake the Chewonga's hand. No, it does. The, it mimics her doing the same thing. <sighs> I'm almost going to miss And that as it shakes right. your hand, you feel um, <coughs> a warmth in your hand. There's a there's a and then a tingling sensation. Uh oh. You gave me um, a dead arm. <laughs> I was gonna say you need to go wash your hands now because he's not wearing any pants. 
Or gloves. Is this, is this venereal? I hope not. Is this... Is there a pill for this, Matt? I offer them some... I think it's in. called uh, potty training is what it's called. Oh, no. It smells strange in there. Um, and you feel this magical energy course through you. And suddenly you just have new knowledge in your head. You now have the ch- a charm of Snowball Strike. Ah! This charm has five charges. As a bonus action, you can expend one of the charm's charges to create a magical snowball in your hand and throw it. You must have a free hand to hold the snowball or the charge is wasted. The snowball is a magical, a magic ranged weapon with which you are proficient. It has a normal range of 20 feet and a long range of 60 feet. It deals 1d4 cold damage on a hit, and it scores a critical hit on a 19 or 20. If you score a critical hit with the snowball, the target is blinded until the end of the next turn. The snowball vanishes immediately after you hit or miss with it, or at the end of your turn, if you don't throw it. Once all its charges have been expended, the charm vanishes from you. Okay. So you have five magical snowballs that you can throw. Yes. That's cool. With improved crits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, blinding, <coughs> and blinding possibilities. Yeah, blinding effects. That's freaking oh, awesome. Low. So. Cool. I heard that. Yeah, you feel that. You feel that course through you. That's really funny. Alrighty. Alright, safe to assume that you guys are probably going to lodge up for the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, um, so that next morning, you guys awake and get ready to set out to find the mead. And that's actually what I'm going to call session.